Welcome back, brothers and sisters of the Deadbeat Radio Faith. We are back once again here at Stage Diver Network Studios, joined by a wonderful guest, one of my absolute, I know I say this, but this is one of the best humans on the planet. We tour together, we, we hang out, happy to have him. He's a host of uh, co-host of his own show here on Stage Diver, J&B's DLC, a wonderful comedian, a fantastic human being. Please welcome Jay Kendrick. Hey man, thanks for having me on. Nah, man. man. Happy to uh, be here. Yeah, yeah. Playing to pulling duty, double duty today. We'll, uh, yeah, that's the we'll, thing. Like, I'm still riding the high from uh, recording our own show. It's so, great. like, so, like, I get to ride in, you know, right after that. And it's good for me because I don't have to have like a notebook or anything. Like, I, I just get to talk. You get yeah. to do all that shit. Yeah. We, we prepared by drinking whiskey. So, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and even then, I don't, I don't prepare a lot. So, but I, again, in comedy, I don't write everything down so i guess right. it's my style uh i've gotten then, to that point too so yeah, i get it i don't i, I don't do any writing too. a lot of like, people think it's like, foreign like you know the tail end of like like doing comedy because right now i'm kind of on uh let's say sabbatical let's just call it you that. gotta take a break every while you burn out let's just call it that but uh not to get too deep into it but um at the end of it i noticed that i'm not really writing like whole jokes down anymore so much as I'm writing down premises thinking about it and then trying to make it more conversational yeah. I'm trying like I, I'm trying not to script it anymore yeah. trying to make it more conversational so if you do come up with something later on you can be like oh you can just squeeze it in there because it's not a script it's not just something that you're writing down like you know you know player one says player two no it's just very you know like loose it's very conversational and it's also like it really connects with your audience too because they feel like you're not huh. just you know like Shakespearing them you know I've always said comedy should be a one-sided conversation where you place the other side's uh, parts and they're understood so everybody knows that they're not actually participating, but they know where they stand in the conversation. Exactly. And that's yeah. the way comedy, good comedy feels to me. Um, I, I know there are comics who write out every single word. Just like there's songwriter differences. There are songwriters who go, today I will write a song about this. And there are songwriters who just hit them and go, oh, shit. That's a cool thought. Let me write that down. Right. And mm-hmm. comics are that way too. Some comics sit down and go, "Today I write for two hours." Me, I don't put anything pen to paper, but but like a set list. Sometimes I write joke titles so I know Same. where I'm going to move. But I don't I don't write anything down. I literally just have an idea when it strikes me, and I come up with it, and that's where I go. So no, I get that completely because it it, it also fits with my philosophy that I've always had uh, with comedy, which is there's no right way to do comedy. Like there's multiple no. ways to do it. And you know, I'm a big, I'm big about that component. I'm big about uniqueness. I'm big yeah. about oh, people yeah. having their own Me too. voices. And if it, I, like if I watch, for example, if I watch like a comedy special, like where they have like a showcase yeah. and every comic is pretty much the same, I just get bored. I just turn it off. Yeah. Like, same like, with the concert. <laughs> if the opening band sounds too much like the headliner, I get, I get bored. I want, I mean I want, on TV, Terry. Well, I want to. I, I didn't say anything, Jay. I know, but I feel emotions. <laughs> all, all art should be that way. I wouldn't want to go. I'm not a painting guy, but if I went to a gallery, I wouldn't want every painting to look the same. Right. I would want to be like, ooh, that one's dark. Oh, look, a landscape of flowers. I go to a concert. Uh, I don't want every band to sound the same. I want a similar vibe. Right. You know, but I want, and I want a similar level of talent, but I don't want every band to sound the same. You know, in the 70s, um, the Who took Leonard Skinner on tour. And you stop me thinking about it and you go, wow, what different bands, but I love both of those. What a great show. Yeah. And again, you go see two similar levels of talent, two similar levels of um, rock in your face, just different, totally different styles to do it. And you think, God damn, that's like four hours I'd want to be at. And you know exactly, it cost like yeah. $5 back then. 
Well, and that, and in this day and age, that's what you need in show business. Is yeah. It's not. Oh, yeah. it's, it's about the experience. You need yeah. to create a full experience. I mean, to me, I feel like the the best comedy shows, right, or the best, you know, concerts, for example. I feel like they're at their best when you're giving them a taste of different styles of life. Yeah, nobody them... goes to the buffet and gets one plate of one thing. Right. You well, get a few things off of this, a few things off of this, right. and you make the plate you want. Yeah. So here's the plate. You go to a restaurant, and again, you don't just get a steak. You get a side. You get bread. Well, I go to a concert. I want you to prepare me a meal. Well, I, I go to a comedy show. I want you to give me a meal. Here's your headliner, your 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 your, your entree. You know, this is the big dog. This is what you're paying right. for. But you know what? Here's a fantastic rice pilaf feature that's going to do about 20 minutes. And you know what? Here's the bread. We know it's not the best, but you know what it's damn good and so here's your opener that's what i want well like i'll give you an example like one of the best comedy shows that i've ever performed on period <coughs> was... oh we're starting with you we're just going straight to you you uh that that's your example yeah me. okay that's yeah, uh, me. got it, got it. Me, me, sure. me, me, that's me. your litmus test me 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 J, 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 J. let me tell you so, my litmus test for comedy goodness i'm on this show oh and it's god okay, go i'm just giving you my personal experience that's the best kind okay. go ahead I'm this is what you wanted lance this yeah, is your yeah, podcast this is literally what you said like, oh, this is what you want to do? Talk about yourself? It's like you're a guest or something. Like, like, right before, it's like, I just want to get to know you, Jay. That's what he was saying before. This I do, but like, just not It's all yet. about you, Jay. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, no, go ahead. Well, anyway, uh, one, of the, one of the best shows I ever did, uh, there were five comics. Okay. And uh, all the other comics on the show I hadn't met yet. They were all, they all come from like different parts of the country. Like, I never met them. And um, I was like the third to fourth comic, and then there was a headliner. So I was kind of like his guest feature. Spot, yeah, it was yeah. feature. Yeah. Um, the very first comic uh, was a, was a young girl around 22 years old who's you know like uh, you know vegan, but she also loves death metal, yeah. which was so yeah. cool. It's like you know it's like like one of her jokes was like 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 it, it's ironic that I won't eat animals, but in music that's all I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. How know? hard would it be for that person to go to a concert surrounded by that many leather jackets? Right, like that can't be <laughs> easy. Like, that can't uh, it can't be easy. Meat, uh, meat is murder. Cannibalism, on the other hand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's got unique. It, and then uh, we had a guy, uh, another guy came on. He was like a black guy with dreadlocks, okay. and uh, his whole deal, like you know, he he had a lot of white like, people be like, yeah, I've seen. No, it opposite. His his whole thing. <laughs> was like he grew up in Connecticut so he's oh, like nice, he's like it's nice. so awkward when like black guys walk up to me and go sup bro and you're like nothing much sir like it's, <laughs> you know I love the unexpected I love when yeah. you see somebody come out and they talk different and then um, I think I get yeah. a little of that and again not to be you know yeah. arrogant here but I don't I think I'm a book by cover example when you when you see me you think oh got it that guy would rape me in the back of a van I get it right, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like you get to talk to me and you go he cries at Muppet movies oh <laughs> right, that's yeah. pretty cool well so, and, and like and then the other two performers one was like kind of like a punk rocker like Doug Stanhopey kind of comic okay. All right. and and then uh, the headliner was like super clean but like very clever joke writer dude I'm a vulgar person I don't care if yeah, it's clean vulgar if it's good well, it's and then, good and then you got me and back then I had yet to not my style's evolved a lot more. I'm not yeah. so much the yelling yeah, type anymore. Yeah. But back then, you know, my opener was like, you know, Jake Kidder's got certain rules about jerking off in public. You know, it's like, 
And that's, that's, such a, that's a, a solid joke. That is fantastic. And that's also joke. an incredible opener, <laughs> yeah, too, yeah, because is. you walk on stage and you look like, you know, this. Again, yeah, I know you have the same kind of thing where, right, yeah. you know, you're first, uh, for people that aren't here, Jay has a t- uh, small homeless vibe that, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, I'm, I, I look homeless, yeah. and yet I'm a trust fund kid. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. That, okay, that's something else I want to talk about later is the, the trust fund kid. I've heard those jokes so many times. It's like, I, I don't even know what a trust fund is. i got to find out It's the about greatest this. thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and tell you, it's, it's amazing you do nothing and you get money for it it's awesome. nice i love it's it. fucking I'm in. fantastic i mean uh all you gotta do is come out of a somewhat famous penis oh. that's it that's yeah, it i'm screwed even if it's I'm only screwed. locally yeah just locally famous. uh we uh we normally start off just talking about here uh, you know some headlines things but i, I want to start with a story this happened to me today I, I made the joke just a minute ago about like white people be like and st- we, we know stereotypes right, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and you know honestly i i know women that, be shopping yeah. but every every stereotype does have a base <laughs> it's like the dumbest stereotype. Yeah, every stereotype. Everyone shops. It's capitalism. Yeah, exactly. It's how the world keeps going. I I don't shop, but only because I'm poor. But um, I, uh, every stereotype has a base, right? For every uh, well mannered, spoken Southerner, there he is. This guy, I don't know what's going on. Like that guy exists. Like, yeah. For every you know, like holy shit, I didn't know there is the gay guy with the lisp. Like all the, every stereotype does exist. No, they exist. Yeah. So they and exist and, reason, and you don't so. judge, but it is funny when it happens. And and I had today. One of those moments that was just like, oh, why people be like, huh? And I I had that, you know, I got it. Oh, I get it. Okay. You're like, I understand now. In this moment, it was a Hispanic people be like. Now, again, not a racist story, just one of those moments where a a moment happened. And I was like, wow. So here's what happened. So my son's birthday was yesterday. He turned nine. Nice. And um, like anybody listening who's a working parent knows... Uh, shit doesn't always happen on the day shit's supposed to happen. Shit happens when I'm off and can afford for shit to happen, right? I grew up in that family, so I'm used to it, right? It's like, oh, your birthday's Wednesday? Look, I get paid Friday. We'll celebrate Sunday, so we'll have your party after church. That's just the way it goes, right? And so that's the way it is. We have to, my wife and I celebrate anniversaries when we can. I I can't always get that day off. Uh, And so this time we celebrated today. Today was was his his, his his ninth birthday party. Nice. And um, when getting ready for a kid's birthday party, um, and I think any event really, I think with any event this is true, but with kids especially, um, there's a window of the perfect time to invite. I agree. You know, yeah. if you if you go too early, people forget about it and and oh, and, and overbook you. They double book you, right? They oh, forget about the you, and they go, "Oh, we told my parents. I'm sorry, I forgot." And, or if you wait too long people are like well i got i got plans i got shit to do i'm sorry so for for kids birthday parties the window is about a week week and a half right that's the magic window and my wife and i are horrible human beings so we're always at that window moment that week we're at that week window that we're always at the last part of it and so when you send out you know birthday kids invitations you just i don't know these people i can't call them i just send envelopes to school with my son and he hands them out to the people he wants there you hand out 10 three of them show up and i'm like great that three and a half fucking feet of this sub are left for me tomorrow I'm, that's awesome i'm down and um so we get ready we're like oh monday invitations out we're done it's great we'll send a few awesome the flaw in the plan was we Sat, thought I, I knew the twist was coming because he did a deep yeah, breath. Before yeah, he, about yeah. about Saturday or Sunday, we were like, "Oh, we need to go pick up invitations and send them to school on Monday." Yeah, Monday was the kickoff to spring break. Oh shit! So no invitations were to go out. Oh, no. oh you forgot about spring break? Yes. Oh, oh. 
Well, so, I mean, look at Lance. When's the last time he yeah, I don't keep about up. spring break? So, look, I go to work. You're, I, you see Lance out yeah. in a Speedo? Come no, on it's now. not good. I go to work. I go tell dick jokes. I come do this. My wife is the CEO of that side of the family, right? Okay. She's the fucking shit. She tells me what I have to do, and that's my responsibility. I get it. I don't get to be there all the time, right. and they do all the shit, which I, I respect and fucking admire the hell out of because they, they're the ones that shuffle people's lives and get people to die. Yeah. They keep people alive, and I fucking respect that. I pay for it. <laughs> right, that's my role in this. Gotcha. They're like, look, you can't be here to do this. Give us some so money. So you need to go fund this, right? And I'm like, all right, that's great. So I you get it. robbed like every yeah. day by, so, by, your, by your family. Yeah, and, and so realistically, when I'm say off a day off from work, yeah, they just tell me what's up. They're like, look, I got an appointment here, 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 and here. Your mom and I, we're taking the car here. They're taking this. You're taking this. You're taking this. You can't leave the house. And I'm just like, okay. I accept. I don't even question. I'm just like, whatever. Also, like, you can't leave the house? Dude. Well, yeah. we, we, we only have one car, so sometimes we share my parents' car, and gotcha. so they share their car. So we're talking, see, we have a huge family. I've said this before, but we have we live in with my, my parents, yeah. my wife and I, two kids, and my niece. All live in one house, and we share two and a half cars. Man. We have two automatics, one stick, so only my dad and I can drive the stick. Everybody else is dependent on the automatics. It is a fucking madhouse, right? It is air traffic control. It is like... Like, it sounds like Home Alone oh, 1. Jesus, like, no, it's crazy. It, <laughs> it is like Red Blazer, Red Blazer, come yeah. in. I need you to come in at 300,000 feet. I need you picking up my the niece. I need you taking this. So it's, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. And so... When they need the car on my day off, I'm just like, whatever, cool, yeah, I got it. I, I, I accept my role. They tell me what to do. Once in a while, I'm like, I do have this. And I try and give <laughs> advance notice, but it, it's just like, we're doing this. Here's what's up. Okay. So birthday party comes along, invitations. And I'm, they don't they don't tell me that it's spring break. And I was like, oh, we'll get invitations. And they're like, yeah, well, we can't send them. So he's got like two people that he does want. We do get in touch with them. One has made plans to go to Florida for spring break. Right. One, we got it last minute, couldn't come. We literally have a nine-year-old birthday party with nobody there. It sounds that is the s- saddest thing. I know, I know, right? Ever. Hello, darkness, my well, little yeah. friend. So, so my I'll nine-year-old. Party with you again. My nine-year-old has to celebrate with his grandparents. His parents. Oh, no. It gets better. His grandparents, his parents, his five-year-old sister, and his 16-year-old niece. That's it. <laughs> wow. Now, we still hyped him up. We were like, buddy, we're going to do everything. We're going to do presents. We're going to do fucking cake. Dude, that's not, and, even, a, dude, that's not even a party anymore. That's, no. the, that's a museum of yeah, the disappointed. Yeah, it really like, was. Like, he's literally just looking at, look at all these people. Now, he <laughs> handled it like, like a champ. Right <laughs> he handled it like a champ and was, was like, no, I get it. Yeah. yeah. And, and for some odd reason, we have this tradition. For some odd reason, I guess my son was about four, maybe five. My wife decided to get him a piñata for yeah. his birthday. Yeah. Now, I don't know, again, for those of you who can't see, I am extremely white. I yeah, have Spanish. no yeah. Spanish heritage whatsoever. Yeah. So the piñata is very foreign to my people. We don't do this. It's, I'm familiar with it. I know what it is, but we it's just not our thing. Right, right. But it is now because then little sissy came along. She wanted a piñata. And brother has to have one. So every birthday, so twice a year, we fucking buy a piñata in my house. And uh, my wife, this year, he's into Minecraft. She was going to make one. We finally found one at Party City, but she was going to, fuck it. We watched tutorials on how to make a piñata. Hell yeah, that's what you do on YouTube these yeah. days. Yeah, <laughs> and so we have the, the Minecraft piñata. Nobody's there. 
We also, speaking of Hispanic culture, do have next-door neighbors that are Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And my kids play with their kids all the time. They're great people. A little out on Sunday nights, but whatever. Um, they're wonderful people. My kids come and go. They're all awesome. They, they hang out. And, and so they come to every birthday. We always invite them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them happened to be in Mexico. One of the little one was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll be there. And so we're like, cool. So, But we go time to cut the cake and do everything. He's nowhere to be found. Family's not home. Neighbors are gone. No big deal. We get done with cake and presents and everything. It's piñata time, right? Which yeah. is a weird thing, but whatever. So For a bunch we, of white people, yeah. Yeah, very, very. Uh, so here we have piñata, dynamite from Minecraft, hanging there. We have, yeah. it, we have it hanging in the handheld of the hand part of a crutch. My wife has one end of the crutch. I have the other. We're leaning away like somebody's peeing on us, you know? And so we're like, oh, don't hit me with the stick. My son, birthday boy, he gets up. First swing, about to swing, pulls back, Babe Ruth's it, points in the outfield. A little exaggeration, but sets the mood. He's ready. <laughs> it's you. time. Doorbell rings. It's the young no Hispanic way. kid from next no door. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, God damn. Did he just smell that shit? You know what I was about to say, they, like, do you ring, he, ring a bell? Like, no, like, I smell he, glue and confetti. He, missed, he wasn't there for cake. He wasn't there for all this, uh, you know, fucking uh, pigs in a blanket, macaroni and cheese. The minute the piñata hangs, he shows up. He's like, yes, I heard you had piñata. You know, he's yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, no, fucking come on in. Good timing. Way to go. Yeah, he was uh, like, so I heard you're beating. Holy shit. So I heard you're beating the shit yeah. out of paper animals. Yeah, uh, I'm in on this. Yeah. Yeah, no, haven't even taken the first wing. Jump in line. You know how this works. You want some cake? All right. Hell, Fruit punch, I got you. Hell, he's, I mean, to all these other kids, he's basically Barry Bonds. It was, like, it was like amazing. A, he's the best. Like, it was like a droopy cartoon, you know, just like <laughs> you turn away and you're like, yes, I heard you have piñata. You know, like, yeah, as a matter of fucking fact, we do. That's awesome. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, anyway, I just wanted to tell that story. I had to share that with somebody. It just happened today, so... Um, it is he wasn't interested in your white people tradition of cake and mac and cheese. No, he, didn't right. want, yeah, yeah, yeah. he wanted none of that. He only wanted piñata. <laughs> and then to put together Legos when they were done. You're always going to say it like that, aren't you? Uh, I think it's funny. I think it's, <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny. I think it's ir- stupid when white people roll their R's out of nowhere. If you're Hispanic and that's your fucking accent, right. I got it. Yeah. But if you're Rachel Ray and you're like, today we're going to be doing this and then we're going to make some quesadillas. And it's like, no. No, stop no. it. So I'm going to make some carnitas. And you're like, like, that's the same thing as like. They're just carnitas, bitch, to you, right? Like, to really, that one dude with the tattoos on fucking Iron Chef. All right. He can say carnitas. <laughs> They're carnitas to you, right? cultured, right? Uh, but so I say it ironically. I think it's funny. Piñata. <laughs> to me, it's the same thing as like when white rappers say they'll put a cap in your ass. I'm like, no. No, <laughs> no. That's not for you. No, like, you, no stop it. Like, is that, your dad's a proctologist, right? Is that some form of surgery he's really <laughs> right, for, yeah, for free? Yeah, right, right. Uh, but, well, uh, that's a stereotype, guys. Trailer parks exist. People get shot, okay? I know, that's real. <laughs> that's real. Very true. Where do you think white uh, rappers come from? Yeah, exactly. Poor white trash. But, I mean, it all ties into the stereo- hell, Eminem, stereotype Eminem, thing. Eminem, that's another thing. Yeah. You know what? I mean, hell, Eminem, you know, trailer park. Like, Here, exactly. Yeah. Here's here's the honest truth. And it's the most this famous is, one. This is a bit, again, out of left field, but this is the truth. Poor white trash and poor ghetto hood black have more in common. Pretty much the same thing. It's true. The, it's the foods much, yeah. are very... There are odd differences, but all in all, we are equal. It, again, it's not racism that keeps no. us apart. It's classism. Exactly. Like, that's what exactly. it is. And, and it really is. And yes, there are races like, out there, but that's on, not the thing of it. Like, 
trailer parks and projects are literally yeah. on different sides of the yeah. tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But they're still the poor sides of the oh, tracks. Yeah. If you brought them in and set them down in like this Charlie Rose interview, you know, on PBS together, they'd be like, wait a minute, dude. You like ramen and Velveeta? I love ramen and Velveeta too. Right, exactly. And they would find it. It's you know, it's like you like chubby white chicks. I also <laughs> like chubby white yeah. chicks. That's fantastic. Wait, you you wear camouflage all the time? Like, yeah. like where, I have to ask, where'd you get that wife beater? I like that's a good one. It's got <laughs> yeah. nice ribbon on it. That's good. I'm not down with you know the the, the low hanging shorts, but I really like that Calvin Klein. <laughs> or you know, you know I love loose cigarettes yeah. too. Like, it's like a, that's also all I can afford. Yeah, I was I was in a pan for two months I didn't know that let me put it this way man I've I've grown up in a trailer park and uh, when I was past 16 I grew up in a project like it's literally the same thing yeah, yeah, like, yeah it really is every gas station on the corner sells loose Newports yeah. like you I'm go, just being real no, like, go to a hood gas station convenience store it doesn't even have to be the gas station just the one that has the store which always baffles me it's like you don't even sell gas I'm dying here tonight right is this Red Bull and Twinkie that important because I'm going to die or go to one out in the country out in the middle of nowhere the one where you're driving down some used to be uh, the highway in the 40s that has had gas for years yeah like you know has the rotary dial that actually pulls the number up go to that now it won't be rednecks anymore it'll be Indian people working it but it's the same gas well, station because yeah, exactly. I live in the country and we know those people Chris and his family are awesome but <laughs> go there or go to the one in the hood and you have the same exact product exactly have the same thing always it's the, the only, same the thing. only difference is in, in, you know if this is a horror movie in one part you got Candyman the other part you got Leatherface like, <laughs> yeah it's just, oh yeah it's yeah, just yeah, two yeah. different yeah. things you know I'm a Leatherface I'm a Leatherface well racism comes right out of classism you know what I yeah. mean like, oh yeah but I think they're like uh, you need to point your finger at somebody while you're poor and then the rich people tell you to point oh, somewhere 100%. else oh you 100% know? exactly again not to go all Alex Jonesy, but yeah. it is that one percent that is controlling to 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 that point to be like, hey, no, no, we're on your side because we're like you. And yeah. what yeah. you want to know is go, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. That guy's like me. Look, yeah. I saw him push his car to the gas station <laughs> and shove a rag in the gas cap. Yeah. Right. I know yeah. his pain. Okay, <laughs> yep. right. I watched him have to jiggle the yeah. handle on the car door just to get it open for, for twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. I know his pain. Like, okay? th- th- there's that you know, like uh, like poor people stereotype of people coming over and asking for condiments. That shit's true. Yeah, that <laughs> shit oh, yeah. happened to me all the time. Oh yeah. Like I remember, like I was around like twenty two, twenty three. And, like, I just got out of the parents' house, couldn't afford anything. So, yeah, you know, I was also in a relationship. Someone had kids yeah. and, like, was struggling. So, like, you know, we lived, we lived in Montgomery Village. Like, in South Knox. It's in South Knoxville. That answers it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that tells me what I but, yeah, know. we live in South <laughs> Knoxville. And, For the listener, uh, you put that in your own context. Right, Whatever exactly. your town is, you Shout got it, South right? Knoxville. That one Dude. close to the mall, but two blocks over, you don't want to go well, through, no, but you will take that South exit of, if you have to. Well, South you know, Knoxville's more of the white trash hood. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's actually kind of a yeah. melting pot. Yeah. That's true. South Knoxville is the melting pot. It's like a melting pot. Yeah, I got you. But, no, it was like, it was one of those things where, like, I lived there for a while, and I remember it was like two in the morning, like, I was like, you know, chilling, watching TV, and I just get like this, like, angry knock on my door oh love that and like also Apartment like life that's also the one. keep in mind that four days ago there was a shooting in our complex oh, yeah. so like i'm already fucking nervous and i'm like okay all right here we go and i open the door and it's this, it's this big guy and he's i know he's gang affiliated right i know he is like i've 
Let's just say I've seen some shit. Right, right, right. Uh, but he's, he's always got some been, gang dark. Right. He's always been cool to me though. So like when I saw him, I was I like, it was. It, you know what it was? Think. It was. It was. It was like I like this guy, but I also fear and respect him. Yep. So yep. I'm yep. a little scared about what oh, is yeah. going to happen. You know. <laughs> and he goes, "It's he, the rattlesnake is more afraid of you than you are of it." And I'll never forget it. Like he, 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 he said, "What's up, dude?" And I was like, "Hey." And he kind of stood there for a minute. And he was like chilling. And he goes, "Do you got an extra PS2 controller?" <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. and, I, and I was and I was like, what? And he was like, nah, man, like you're I'm, a nerdy white kid, and yeah, yeah, I bet like, you have an extra PS2. Well, yeah, he went, with, dude, dude, quit lying to me, bro. And I was like, okay, fair enough. And I was like, what are you playing? He goes, shit, Call of Duty. And I was, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Shoot guns. Hell yeah, you're a gangster. I know you are. So this is like training for you. Like this is, this is your training. Training day, motherfucker. This is VR, you know. And yeah, he just asked controller, and uh, he was like, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back tomorrow. And I, I didn't even think of him about it. And then like literally like the next day, he's like. Here you go, man. Thanks, dude. And I was like, hey, no problem. Like, and dude, that guy will bail you out when you need it. Right. There's a time he right. will just pop up and go, yo, dude, I got uh, I got the new Call of Duty and a fat sack. You want to come over? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's well, fantastic. Well, to be honest, when Street Fighter Four came out and I was actually going through some financial struggles at the time, mm-hmm. um, when Street Fighter Four came out, like he, he literally, like because he knows I'm a big fighting game guy, and he came over and he had like, you know, like a joint in his hand. Just... Openly, didn't give a shit. Just smoking a joint in his hand at, at my front door. Yeah. And it was like, hey man, I got Street Fighter 4 and like, you know, I got the new little flip album. And, uh, you know, Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Little flip, like, had the dude's little flip. Why don't you come over and get, get, get your fucking shit Hadouken? And I was like, oh, let's fucking go. Like, I used to live in the fort uh, here in Knoxville, which is, again, for people listening, it's the, the area near campus. Yeah. So it's a lot of old sep, uh, separate, I guess segregated, not racially, but houses into apartments where they'll take an old shitty house and they'll put like five apartments in it. And so you just get to know people. It's all college kids. And then there was like weird old people like me who lived this odd Kramer, Cosmo Kramer, Big Lebowski lifestyle. Um, and so I knew these people. They were just like, yeah, cool. And people would just walk through your neighborhood and be like, you want in this? Yeah, man, I was going to work, but yeah, let me grab that. Yeah, yeah, sure, and yeah. it was one of those places where, honestly, I always said if you could, and it's changed now because they built some apartments and they've cleaned it up. But at the time, it was just it was great. It was this very sitcommy kind of thing, and you could you could walk through a party, like walk pat down the street, hear a party, and be like, I'm gonna go, and just literally show up and be like, hey, Well, man, I, also, I don't I don't know you, but I got five bucks on that keg, and people are like, Yeah, fuck it. I also in. feel that's the difference between uh, the poor communities and the rich communities. Yeah. Is that in the poor communities you bond, you become family because you're struggling. You know what I mean? You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You're struggling. <laughs> and you see these people every day and also because your income may not be that good, yep. you 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 depend on each other with favors, with things like that. Like mm-hmm. the the PS two controller thing. Yeah. Like, it's a perfect example of that. Yeah. Rich person would never come over our house and ask for no, that. Hey. No. You walk through the trailer park or the ghetto and walk past a barbecue other than like private family occasions those are different right. which is a general Friday night barbecue Hank Hill grilling out. you walk past any ghetto trailer park and even remotely strike up a conversation you're getting a plate yeah you're getting some food mm-hmm. you're getting a plate it may you may like let me admit, we only got nine steaks for the family but I got some burgers and dogs if you want it Hell yeah. yep I'm in that's great man Thank cool you. yeah What's in the cooler? Mountain Dew. I don't like. That's great. I'll take it. I mean, yeah, fuck it. So, I, well, yeah. you know, it just it really. Sh- I mean, that's why I get really irritated with like race conversations and yeah. stuff like that because they're never intelligent. Well, and also, and like, they can be, but they never are. 
Any, well, anybody that has that wants to have a race conversation has never had to grow up poor. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any white person that brings that up is just feels bad about their rich privilege. Yeah. So they bring it up to right. make everyone else feel. Well, bad. Well, my thing has always been this, and this goes back to my Street Fighter love, and this is actually a, I do prefer that over Mortal Kombat. I, so I'm, I'm there. I can talk about Street Fighter all day. I know. I, I should have kept the JMB DLC uh, drops up. Right. Yeah. Used yeah, them. yeah. Right. Hadouken. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, this is kind of a and it's a joke that I had worked on and I've done a few times on stage uh, and it's basically my whole concept of like race right to me all it is like race to me all it is is like you're putting Ryu in a different outfit like to me it's still a cool yeah. fucking person yeah. just in a different color yeah I like get I, that and, 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 and that's the joke that I write about it where I'm that's just good. like doesn't care what color Ryu is he'll still beat the shit out of you like it doesn't matter <laughs> like you know that, that's it's, it's true it's, it yeah. doesn't matter what color the poor person is I, they can probably throw hands like, probably, yeah, they had to survive your ass, they had to like, survive yeah, that's yeah, right yeah. Yeah. I did really like the training Ryu from the last one with the beard and the torn shirt I like that the Rocky IV <laughs> uh, Rocky montage Four, right. Ryu I like that yeah. <laughs> okay so you do host your own gaming show here on uh, Stage Diver JMB's DLC yes sir and, and you brought up something there video game wise and we won't talk video games because I know you spent the last two hours doing that but I do want to this was my last kind of topical thing here this hasn't been really hot in the last few weeks, but mm. controversy in video games yes. is always a thing. And with every Grand Theft Auto, with everything, and it goes all the way back. I mean, even on the Atari 2600, you had like Custer's Last Stand where oh, you yeah. got around raping like Indians. Penis. Yeah, you rape yeah. Indians. Uh, uh, and I remember so, that game. Yeah. And so there's always been controversy on some level. Right. Man, well, yeah. recently... With the release of Far Cry 5. Right. Which, for again, to catch people up, the Far Cry series is a, an action shooter RPG. Um, great stories. Um, James Bond level villains that you can root for. Yeah. And, and typically, they are a, a stranger in a strange land. It's a solid game series. Yeah. But Very for, for series. people that aren't familiar, to put this in context, normally you're playing a protagonist who's, again, a stranger in a strange land. You land on an island you shouldn't be on in the, the Caribbean, and you have to fight rebel pirates and and fucking bears. You end up in Africa with a blood diamond warlord and you have to get out. You end up in Tibet and get caught in a civil war and so on. So there are always this, um, uh, again, I'm not supposed to be here. Well, this one, the newest one, which by the way, I've got a few hours into and I do love it. I love the series. Um, and so far this one's good, but this one's a little different. First one set in America. So I think that's neat. And the big thing, the antagonist in this one is a, Religious gun nut cult. Yes, yes. Mm. Ah, yeah. I, have you heard about this, Terry? Are you familiar? Uh, I've heard rumblings, yeah. So, um, Big is going to play it at some point. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm a couple hours in. I love it. Um, and, and here's what the thing. And oh, I've I, heard great things. Um, people, obviously, now, for the, the, again, for people that don't know, this series is everything that that again parents should be aware of it is it is uh, uh language tons of violence and again very explicit violence you're you know slitting throats and shooting so it's it's not just like a a implied violence it's very graphic right um a lot of language um it's a uh, nudity i mean like and it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not grand theft auto which is obviously the granddaddy of them all um but it's still something it's like hey your kid's six you may not want him to play this right um but it is it is what I guess the epitome of what these people can't complain about. But in this one, the big complaint yeah. is the religious gun nut cult. Okay. And is it a metaphor for today's social climate? Is it the Trump supporter? Is it, is it the, is it, you know, and that's the thing So right what now. if it is? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what if it is? Like all forms of art. It's entertainment. Yeah. Like this like nailed it. And it's what Terry nailed and I it. it's what Terry and I have discussed a lot on the show actually, um, on JB's DLC, is that we and we talked about this a little bit last episode and this episode. This game specific? Uh no, not just game specific. Controversy. Just, just well, just uh the climate of games. Yeah, yeah. Where we're getting to a point where there's a lot of games that play like a movie. Yeah, and I love that. Like, I yeah. love that. And Uncharted, Far Cry. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Last of Us. Right. I'm in. I'm in. And and that's where we're getting at. And when you look at games like this, you have to treat it like it's a movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. So how different is this from Tarantino? You know, we're not we're not pitching a fit and going, Oh my god, these rednecks tried right. to rape two dude in a pawn shop. Right. And it's like mm-hmm. that's just part of the story. Same thing. Every story is different. Same There's stories me. about puppies getting rescued after being lost for nine days. There's stories about rednecks raping black dudes that get turned on and end up right. getting raped themselves. There's uh, all kinds of fucking stories. And here's the thing, if I'm playing a game and there's something I don't agree with, you know what I do? I turn it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a normal fucking human being does. Exactly. And to me, it's kind of the same thing with, like... I I just don't get it, because, like, me with video games, it's just, like... Yes, they're getting... You know, they're violent. They always have been, dude. Yeah, on some level. On some level, 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 Even Donkey Kong. You're smashing with a hammer and... I mean, they're they're movies that you can play. And that's where we're getting at in this, like society so it just it just blows my mind when like the whole video game controversy thing started right. up again when they were like oh let's look at games you know this other stuff it's like almost all of them that they studied had no interest in video games like mm-hmm. didn't give a shit about video games so you're getting a biased opinion right off yeah, the bat yeah you're getting super biased opinion yeah. also didn't we deal with this in 1995 <laughs> yeah. yeah like fuck like what yeah. we're bringing this up again like and, and the people that are complaining about the religious gun cult and like it's uh, putting religious people or right wing people in a bad light, where were you for like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas right. or all these exactly. other video exactly. games? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like, you know, like, I mean, fuck. Like nowadays, for example, I talk about this a lot on the show. The two games that I play the most, period, are Friday the 13th right. and Dead, Dead by, by Daylight. Daylight. Right. The, he, he already knew it right <laughs> off the bat. And horror based. Horror based. Multiplayer games. games. Now, Dead right. by Daylight. Not nearly as bloody as Friday Thirteenth, but Friday Thirteenth is like fucking. It also has a reputation and an IP already existing that right. it has to live up to. Dead by Daylight could say, "Hey, we're we're not we're not cranking this amp up to eleven. Right. Friday the Thirteenth has set the standard since the eighties to go. Right? No, no, we crank the blood level up to eleven. Well, and here's my point on that is that, and I talk about the show. I've played both games since launch, which was right. two years ago. Correct. I have probably played, if I had to guesstimate, okay, but between the two games, these two horror, bloody, kill right. stuff games, I have probably played like close to 10,000 matches right. online. I have yet to want to kill someone. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, And I, I literally, like, my girlfriend will tell you, I will spend eight hours either chasing people and murdering them or run away from being murdered. Like, the whole time. And, like, not once that I was like, oh, you know what? I'd like to stab a real person. No. Never. It's <laughs> yeah. just, that's if, what I'm into. I love horror. I love the concept of running from the killer or, you know, being the killer yourself. I love that. And that's okay to love that because it's entertainment. You recognize it's entertainment. Yeah. It's just entertainment. Much like any other stimuli. Simple. For the healthy, well-adjusted, there's no issue. Right. A little alcohol. Normal people and who are well-adjusted, mentally stable, have no problem having a sip. Exactly. Spot. I've even known people to a level who could do a little Coke. And I'm not advocating that kind of use, but I've known people that I've could be like, it. 
I, I, you listened well, to Halfle, okay. So, I mean, <laughs> I've known people, again, and it's not my thing. I just have never done it, never wanted to do it. I have no desire. But I know people who could be like, yeah. So, on the weekends, I, I do a little coke when I go to the bar. Yeah. I'm good. I got up for work Monday. I'm great. And you're like, oh, cool. I don't, real, I don't know what it's about. So, but when any stimuli is introduced to people who already are on the downward spiral in mental health, right. you can have issues. We have yeah. to acknowledge that. So, I that's can true. play Grand Theft Auto all I want and be like, that's fun. I did all kinds of crazy shit. Oh, by the way, I got to stop now to go pick up my kids. I get in the car, drive down the road. I don't have the urge. And so here's, here's, here's what I, I was thinking to Terry's point about the religious cult. Okay. In any form of medium, the book, the TV, the movie, the video game, even the song to some degree. Yeah. They're all about different subjects. They all have their own way of writing. This particular book is about an African-American woman. This particular book is about a Middle Eastern homosexual man. This particular book is about a, a white male married. So they're every everybody, and again, maybe some people are underrepresented, but they still exist, and each story has its place. And in that, the right thing for the right story is the right place. We all play the bad guy at some point. I, again, we don't do politics here typically, but we, we don't steer away from it. And I've never shot away. I'm a right-wing conservative guy in general. No. I'm not an asshole, but I'm a right-wing conservative guy. <laughs> I'm, not an ass, yeah. I'm a Christian. I believe in a God. I don't push it. I don't, but it, it is me. It's what I yeah, internally I believe. Yeah. So I would be the stereotypical person to be offended by the right-wing gun. Again, I personally feel... Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all play the bad guy. And is it right for this story? Great. Yeah, exactly. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, this this reminded me, when, when Passion of the Christ came out, um, yeah, there was a big a uproar. That, yeah. And there was a big uproar where they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This makes Jewish people look bad. Uh, and it's like, I, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard the story. You don't have to believe it, but I don't know if you heard the story. You're the bad guy. I guess technically the Italians, but whatever. You're the bad guy in this one. <laughs> right. So it's like, look. I'm a southern white male. I don't want to hear it. I've been the bad guy in every story ever made. Yeah. Um, we all take our turns. There will always be some gay terrorist in a James Bond book. You know why? Because eventually that's an interesting twist. We don't see that. We don't see the same five white guy comics on a bill. Exactly. We finally get something different. We finally get, oh shit, you've got a Hispanic gay terrorist taking down James Bond? That's neat. What does that add? Exactly. That's a unique person I've not seen in that role. Not every- Everyone wants the same, you know, bad guy kidnaps kidnaps the girl, good guy saves them, the end. Like, this is this cookie-cutter fucking storyline. We want unique things. For example, and you and I have talked about this a little bit, Mafia 3 is a great, good example of great. that. Great, Oh, fantastic. Yeah, in the video game, you play a black man in, like, racist, racist. Oh, yeah. 1960s era. You know, in the mafia. south, in the south, yeah. yeah, and they call you that word, yeah, like, and and there's even a warning at the beginning of the game that pops mm-hmm. up that says, tells hey, you this takes place during a very nasty time in history, yeah. but we want it to be authentic and represent yeah. it well. Be prepared. It's an incredible yeah. game. There are buildings it puts you in that time frame. Like, there are buildings you walk good. into and just shit will start going down. And most people that know any kind of open world sandbox Grand Theft Auto style thing, if you go into business and don't fuck with people, you just walk out no problem like a regular business right when you get in there fuck with people cops come people go nuts well there were buildings in mafia 3 you would walk into shit would go nuts and you're like, what's up no. you walk out and on the window whites only mm. yep 
And it's like, that is fucked up, but that is accurate to that time. That's an interesting character. It's so the same watching, thing as a movie. That's what Watching I this this African-American hero, um, uh, anti-hero, I guess, is this Punisher, you know, the, the, nice. the, the Frank Castle. That's Hell what it is. Yeah. You know, the Punisher. Watching this anti-hero rise up and take down the, the man was great. It was a, like a 70s black exploitation flick in a game. I got it was get awesome. this game. I've already saw it. I it's have to so get good. It. I so have good. to get it. So anyway, that's uh, yeah. that's that's really where I stand on the Far Cry thing. I thought it's so far it's a great game. I love the series, and I don't <sighs> mind seeing myself as the villain. I think that's right. neat. You well, know, and, I think it's neat. Well, and I guess I guess it really plays to me and my whole thing is you know we were talking politics and religion and things like that. Um, I don't view myself as anything when it comes to politics. Nothing wrong with it. Liber- mm-hmm. None of that. And as far as religion, I'm on the question on the fence, like question marks. Nothing wrong with that. And I just tell people I'm not Republican. I'm not this. I'm Jay. Mm-hmm. My whole belief system is very simple. Leave me the fuck alone. I like it. Do your own shit. I like it. If you're cool, hey, what's up? I like Other it. than that, let me live my life. It's beautiful. It should that's be. It. it should be the Bill of Rights right there. Yeah. Like oh, I don't. I don't care about anything about you. Like that's cool. Do you, baby? Like it's just. And that's another reason why people think I'm so standoffish, like, a lot of times. It's just that there's some people I just don't want to deal with. And if I, if I recognize that you're one of those people, mm-hmm. I will let you know. Not in an aggressive way, but just mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm good. All right, man. Body language. Cool. Yeah. I mean, like, you should pick up on social cues when people don't want to hang out with you. Exactly. That kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it's a reputation that's followed me for a while. I've, it has. It's, it's like, literally everyone's reputation at this radio network yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's why you think I'm that's, here. That's why we're <laughs> yeah, all on exactly. Why do you think I came on board? <laughs> that's <laughs> why we're all on this island of misfit <laughs> yeah. toys. Yeah. Um, so so you, you talk about it's you. Let's. Let's get down to you. Let's get to meet Jay. Well, let's right, get let's to meet that. the man. Again, we've been friends for a long time. Long time. Um, we, we've we traveled together. We, we work together well. We have a great uh, a similar um, energy that, that works well. So I, I'm so happy to have you. You truly are Thanks, one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Um, even though my, jealous, my wife apparently is all about you. And so yeah. she's actually a little mad. I was like... You're gonna have to listen this week. Your boy's on. She, my wife's got a little bit of a crush on Jay. Uh, they, they, they're a little flirty when I'm not around. Oh, lo- Actually, they're flirty when I am around. Oh That's yeah, even irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. So. Jay- well, and, I've, and I've always told Lance. I was, nah, like, I was like, well, I've also like straight up told Lance to his face. I'm like, your wife's fucking hot. I think so too. And see, like, I'm a, I'm thinking that's a compliment. I know dudes are like. Dude, let oh, me take my shirt off and oh, we'll no, go. Like, I'm like, yeah, she is. That's well, and I've, already, and I've already told you know, Lin- Lindsay and I are, are good friends, and I love her. She's she, she is, is awesome. a wonderful human being. But like, I I flat out told her, I'm like, oh no, you're definitely my type, like, <laughs> for <laughs> sure. No, no, I, like, again, not to be weird. I think it's a compliment. Yeah, I have known you, you know through m- 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 a few ex girlfriends. Um, all of, and, and I mean like so we've known each other long enough yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah I'm old and married and have been married the whole time let's just say but, he doesn't disagree with my yeah. dating history none, very none. much like honestly if you line them up I'd be like yeah oh yeah 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 I know totally all I totally yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, I would yeah. and that's really I, I think that's a compliment if you go dude I just want you to know she's super cute and if oh, you weren't yeah. with her I would want to stick it in her and it's like I'm not mad I get it no well, like, and, and if I wasn't with her and I saw her on the street I'd want to stick it in her I get it that's well, that's great and it's another thing where like you know and I got to talking to her because, like, also, like, I've for a long time I've worn the badge of honor of uh, Lance's wife's favorite comedian. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I have worn is. that badge. That's true. I'm not even number one in her book. <laughs> no, I no. doubt I'm even in the top five. To be honest, if I was lucky, I would get top ten, maybe. Only because she would struggle to think of total like more than ten comics. Right. So she would come up with like nine, and like one 
of them would be like a puppet or something. It wouldn't be a comic. <laughs> and then like, you know, and one of them would probably be like a brand of peanut butter. So it wouldn't yeah. even, again, total false list, I'd still be at number 10. So you're yeah. number one. Definitely number one. Well, she, you know... She's, uh, she's, she's good ball. people, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Every time she's talked to me. And, I married you know, up. I married up. Oh, for sure. No for sure you did. But she's she's so sweet. And every time I see her, I give a big hug. And, like, also, like, I like to follow her because I've, I've noticed sometimes, like, you know, she might be a little down or something. And it's like a nice little pick-me-up for we her. We talked about know? that last week with yeah. Wayla Whiskey. He has a wife and similar. And so, you know, it is great to see anybody. That's why I don't get mad, too, because somebody's like, somebody comes along and flirts with my wife and she feels good. Guess who really gets the benefits of that? You do. Yeah. She goes home and goes, I feel good. And I'm like, I feel good. You know what would feel good, too? If my feel good went inside your feel good, <laughs> and we made it feel better. Like, that yeah. would be great. Dude, I wouldn't even, would even doubt that I've gotten you some play. Yeah, like, not at all. I not at doubt all. that. But yeah, it happens. And people, even some girls will be sweet to her sometimes and she's in a good mood and I'm like yes she needs that I'm all for it that's good so we've being a comedian and having comic friends on um, typically we talk comedy 90% of the time and how we get started but I want to start with you with something different okay you again a great comic I've seen you a thousand times and I've seen you talk about before comedy something that fascinates me yeah your history in MMA. Oh, we're going to get into this. I want to start there because here's the deal. Again, for people that don't know, Jay, you're what, like 5'3", 100 pounds, 110 with a pocket full of rocks, something like that? Uh, 5'7", currently uh, walking at 165. So, a little off, but yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Very, uh, you know, still... Closer to uh, Gary Coleman than most MMA fighters in my mind. I mean, I fought in lightweight division. I know, I'm assuming I, I know as where much. my place was. <laughs> I'm assuming as much. No knockouts. Um, but I, I <laughs> a lot just, of subs. A lot, a lot of submissions. submissions. Yeah. A lot of submissions. I'm a wrestling fan. Old school. I know we share that as well. I'm an old school wrestling fan. But I'm not a fan of, of not. I'm not a hater, but I just don't watch boxing, MMA, gotcha. um, Greco-Roman, any of that stuff. I respect it. It's cool. Right. I, I, if you... If you transcend the sport to pop culture, I know you. George Foreman, Conor, Muhammad Ali. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, um, Ronda Rousey. I know these people. Right. You know, And that's me with any sport. The Jeff Gordon, well, the Dale Earnhardt. they're like freak athletes. Like, yeah, yeah. The Kobe Bryants. If you do they're whatever. They're going to be famous regardless. Yeah. They're like, going to be good at anything they decide to yeah, do. Exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. And then eventually you end up cheating on your spouse. And I hear about it on Entertainment Tonight <laughs> anyway. So, like, eventually something happens. Sub Tiger. <laughs> but, um, so, I, I don't follow MMA. But right. I haven't. You still have an image in your head. When you think golf, you have an image. When you think NASCAR, you have an image. Of course. Um, when you think MMA, yeah, I have an image. And I just, as, as honest as I can be, you're nowhere fucking close to it. I'm aware. So I'm um, aware of this. Uh, that fascinates me. So how did you get into it? And like, give me just a quick history of like how you started, why you don't do it anymore. And, and like, were you good? Like, <laughs> like, did you suck? And that's not rude. No. Somebody sucks. Uh, let, let me put it this way. Uh, if... If the fight stayed on the feet, I was in trouble. Okay. Uh, I was not very good at stand-up. I Got it. I wholeheartedly admit that. And this also dispels the, the rumor that just because I say MMA fighter, I'm a fucking badass. No, <laughs> no. When I was getting into MMA, and, and even now, it it's a sport now. It's not like I'm a tough guy. It's like I excel in a certain style of combat. For me, growing up, did martial arts a lot. Okay, was, so you start there. That's well, that's a jiu-jitsu. question. Okay, I came from jujitsu. I love jujitsu. I was you know, like any like jujitsu pr- practitioner or anyone that started in jujitsu, we fell in love with Hoist Gracie at UFC one. Right, right. Like when we learned about this style, because that's really when it became popular to the mainstream. Is Hoist Gracie and his Brazilian jujitsu, yeah. where he was you know mm-hmm. defeating four hundred pound fighters, and for me as a small guy, that's. 
what I wanted. I wanted to defend myself against these bigger people, like at school or whatever, and things like that. So, okay, stop there. Yeah. Were you getting bullied and picked on? Is that why you went this, or was it just one of those things where you're like, "That's cool, I want to do that." The second thing, I didn't okay. really, I didn't really get bullied along because I was generally the, the just the funny kid. Like I was generally the one that everybody's like, "Oh, Jay's gonna do some crazy shit today." Like you know, that happens a lot. So many kids are bullied and they're like, "You know what? I don't want to be this way. I'm gonna get a bodybuilding and don't go, you know, shoot up the school, but do come back over the summer and be like, "Oh yeah, you want to push me in a locker?" Yeah. And people are like. No, no, well, no, no. I mean, did I did I do that? Did I push you in a locker? I don't. Was that you? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! No. Well, to, to explain my wanna... whole my whole school dynamic, to right. explain that whole dynamic, is that like when I was six years old, like, and it's one of the earliest memories that I have as a child, is we had a substitute teacher because like our regular teacher was sick. That I, is, yeah, I know what substitute teachers are for. Just for I don't record. know why I explain. I don't that. either, sorry, but it's, it was but anyway, fascinating. Anyway, so. You know, we were getting a substitute in, and we didn't know anything about it. Now, why her. were you getting a substitute again? Because your regular teacher Shut was... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I get it, asshole, all right? You got me smoking and drinking. Anyway. So, but anyway, we don't know anything about her. And at this point in, in like, my six-year-old life, I've, always, I've already been known as a class clown. Like, I'm the one that, like, gets in trouble because I think it's funny. Just because people laugh. Like, okay. I'll, I'll disrupt class and just because oh, j- people laugh. That was it. Yeah. I always and, said I was Bobby Hill, so I was that was me. I and, was like, the defining moment of, of me as a person, I think, was when the substitute walked in. Now, when I say bigger lady, I'm not saying 300 pounds. I'm saying, like, how are you walking <laughs> big? It. Okay? And I'm not fat Don't get me wrong. But just I'm fact. Just, Factual. She was very large. Factual. Let's just say it. It. I'm not even trying to be funny, but she struggled to get in the door. And I remember that I was like, oh, don't, you know, don't say anything. Like, oh, okay. You know, like my childhood sympathy was still there. But then I looked at the other kids that were looking at me to go, oh, what's Jay going to say? I need that pop. Right, exactly. And I just, in my little six-year-old head, I pretty much said, fuck it, and just went, pizza, hut, And then just like, (laughs) like all the kids are cracking up. Like, you know, this lady like walked out of the room and I felt terrible. Like I felt so bad. And then like as a little one, I was like, I remember, like, still having that six-year-old. I was like, I didn't mean it bad. I like Pizza Hut. You know, like, <laughs> like I was trying to make it up to Yeah, like, I was, I was giving her the nod, like, I get it, too. And that's me. I mean, that's essentially me, is that, like, I'm a dickhead, and I'm kind of a jerk, but, like, in all honesty, like, I care. It's just you don't see a lot so of it. So MMA was a healthy release of that for you. It was. It was a uh, good direction. Again, the same people that take up running for, hey, I just need, I don't try to lose weight. I just need something to focus on. Or people that take up a sport for, right. again, a healthy release. Well, for me, I never viewed fighting as, like, you know, a badass thing. I never really viewed it no, that way. I viewed it as an art. I yeah, viewed it as yeah. science. Like 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 any big Ballet, fighting person. I mean, it's, yeah. Like any big fighting person. I grew up on Bruce Lee movies. Okay. Watched the shit out of Bruce Lee. Like, Can't get into that stuff, but I'm down with you. I get it. It's, it's just because I, I loved the whole concept of fighting. I love the whole concept of you and another person. You know, just hands. Yeah. You know, let's see what you can do. For me, it was you know? pro wrestling. I always right. loved that. That's the closest I can, but I always loved well, that. And, and I'm, a, I'm a big pro wrestling yeah, fan as well. Yeah, again, I, there are very similarities. I think I could get into MMA, but I typically, um, for me, I like the... I like the fake shit, you know. Like I, I, I was telling Terry earlier, I like hair metal. I like the cheese ball stuff. I like B movies. So I like the so wrestling I mean, aspect of the comic book superhero right. combating. But I like the combating too. Yeah. I just like the addition of the cape and the turkey suit and the the fucking barbed wire bat. I like yeah. that addition as well. So 
Well, I'll be completely honest about the like the MMA thing is that um, I don't like the direction it's going. Like, I'm it's a, getting more wrestling-y. It's getting more cheesy, isn't it? I miss when we didn't know much about it. Right. That's what I miss. Sketchy, I miss, shitty not even that. production Just, on a Saturday night if you were lucky. Not even that. Just when it started to become a sport, yeah. it was still fresh to people. Right. And they were still learning about it because there's a lot of intricacies about it. A mystery. And then, unfortunately, the wrong people just went, oh, it's just human cockfighting and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. I'm like, no, it's just as much of an art form as dance, yeah. as anything. Like, yes, it's a sport, but fighting is such an intricate, incredibly oh, like yeah. concise like sport yeah. like it, it's insane like you tilting your head the wrong way could end up being the end of the fight or you not striking a certain way and I got into MMA because I was big like I said I was big into Hoist Gracie I was big into like jujitsu, and I got into it because I just I found it fun I found it entertaining um <laughs> Terry jumped around a little bit. He was like, no knockouts. That is correct. Yeah. Never won a fight by knockout. Uh, I won most of, if not all my fights by submission. I never um, I never got into it, but I get it. Like, I, I get it, oh. and I respect and the fuck And I was like, oh, so you think you, you can beat me up in a fist fight? And I'm like, no, not a fist fight. I'll no. probably get destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> but if we get to the ground... I'll probably get you. Like, so uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, you. You you'll probably hate me. This this is like you know when you meet somebody and they tell you they did an open mic once. Mm-hmm. I, I was in a fight once and like a like a like a wrestling oh, fight, a street fight. Yeah. Oh, oh, let's hear it. <laughs> so I again I told this a little bit last week. I used to bounce at a nightclub, and again I have no experience. A lot of the guys there did take uh, jujitsu and judo and some things like that, and they basically just put that into use, doing a job they could do, being there to break up fights when they happened. They had legitimate skill. Very common. I actually one of the guys I. I worked with, trained with, is it the Lion's Den? Is that Gracie? Oh, uh, no, Den? that's Shamrock. Okay, so what's Gracie's? Lion's Den is the Shamrock. Uh, what's Gracie's called? Uh, uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Okay, so he, he, one of the two, out of camera, it's been 25 years ago, but he trained with one of the two, um, like the next generation. You know, Frank's, or Ken's got his brother, and there's several Gracie's. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the, the the originals, but he, so he was of that lineage. He was right. a legit fighter. And I worked with a couple guys that did MMA. Funny enough, you may have crossed paths at some point. Who knows? Potentially. That's been a bajillion years ago. And, well, and also you have to keep in mind, like, I fought, like, super, like, local shit shows like I I never quite... next week at Harley Davidson right yeah oh no oh no I've, 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 I've actually so you like open for Charlie Daniels oh, at the yeah. fair and shit like that oh like... no dude I, I fought at a circus okay. like I, I like nice like literally I was we were the uh, the halftime show like we were pretty much the halftime show. That's like, fantastic. Like it was like before Marshall Tucker band. Like MMA. Yeah. And, and, like, and like, coming up after MMA, people who were in bad company. Right, yeah, yeah. Like they might as well have said, so before the Tigers, these two white dudes are gonna fight. Like, <laughs> yes, before the Tigers. That's great. Yeah. These two white dudes are gonna fight. That's oh, pretty shit. much what happened. Like <laughs> no, and, that, and I also I, I tell people because when you okay, when you say you did MMA. Right. People automatically get one of two things where you're like either you're a tough badass guy or whatever, or like you know, like you think you're so cool or whatever. And I'm like, no, like for me it was a sport. It was just something that I got into, something that I enjoyed, you know. Like and you know, like I, I was not. Let me put it this way: I was not the next Conor McGregor. Right. Like I'm aware of that. Right. But I had a. You weren't even like gonna be close. No, God. Well, no. I got like I said, I would not have been close either. But. I, but you I got had, in the cage. I had the jiu- I had it. the you I got had in it. the jujitsu knowledge. 
and the understanding of leverage right. and submission and we're really like I was saying leverage Size isn't everything no of course not leverage and uh, also like you know I wrestled in high school so I also Got had it. those so you had skills a as well that. that's good so I was really good at taking people down controlling them on the ground and then finding a way to win Got it. That's great. And, 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 and that's what I tell that's people. Is like, for be. me, it was a chess match. Like, Because I was like, to be honest, the three losses I had, I got, let's just say I got KTFO'd. Nice. Like, you know, I got, I got, you know, because I, 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 I was not good on the feet. I never learned boxing. I like, I, did, I didn't Because that's that. more the striking versus the grappling. Right, right? exactly. I didn't When you're in the ground, momentum. it's grappling. Oh, dude, my coaches would always tell me, they're like, if you stand up with him for more than five minutes, you're fucking fired. Nice. Like, get out of here. Like, oh, no, yeah. get him to the ground. That's what, you, you can't throw a punch with a shit. Like, that's what they would tell me all the time. Did you ever do the, where you just laid down? Like even when you guys just like come on, come get it. Well, there was actually there was actually. Oh, can one you time. do that? If you, yeah, you can do who that. Do, who does can that? You, one of the Diaz's does the that Diaz's a lot. Do yeah, it from yeah, time yeah. To time. Just, yeah, yeah. just like falls down and was like, I'm here. For well, you. Like, there, was actually, my there was actually yeah. a time where like oh. you know a guy that I knew that was I like a pretty good stand up dude. Like he did some kickboxing classes. When I say pretty good, at least you know better than me at it. Competent. And, yeah, exactly. He's competent at the skill. And he came at me. He, he tried to throw Muay Thai knees, and I remember my coaches were like, "Pull him back!" So like, I grabbed my arms around his his neck, and then put my legs around him and dropped down to where he fell into my guard. Right. So I could work. Got so it. I could look for the submission. So I could look for an angle. Look for you know stuff like Take that. Take control of the direction. Right. That, that's and that's the way I've always used fighting. I've never viewed it as like a you know I'm better than you bitch you know kind of thing or like I'll kick your ass I've never viewed it that way I viewed it as like a real life video game like that's the way I treated exactly. it like exactly. I, I, that's how I always looked at it and I got out of it because like I just it was I use this word a lot on the show the the community was toxic oh yeah like it's, I mean it's hella toxic like, a lot of meatheads a lot of meatheads no not all of them I'm no, not no again, but stereotypes they, they do exist it was that way you know I said I was a bouncer bouncers were that way too there were cool people there but yeah. there were a lot of meatheads and a lot of them come out of that um, the martial arts background and so I yeah. knew a, I knew a lot of the same stereotype you're referring to and right. I get it well, I'll tell you right I now one it. of the and I'll end on this one of the one of the coolest things one of the coolest people I've ever met from doing that in mm-hmm. my life is this Australian uh, female MMA fighter. Cool. Uh, she has a dragon tattooed on her face. Nice. She's, so watch the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy she's, shit. She's, that's a distinct <laughs> statement. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. She's yeah. she's about I'd say like five eleven or six like close, and she's like like one. 165 she's lean muscle she is literally the baddest human being I've ever met that girl is scary like one time I remember she drank what was it like 20 Guinnesses Damn. Yeah, just like and that's like eating one of those Texas right. man versus wild steaks. Well, and we were like it's a, a ninety pound steak. You got ten minutes. Right. Go. And we Don't forget taters. <laughs> we were like a local nightclub, and it was like that's what we like to do after shows and stuff. We go to like you know like old city or whatever. Like a drinks. comedy show afterwards. Go get a bite to eat and a beer that's not involving right. being on stage. Well, yeah. and, and I, I remember like she she got drunk off twenty beers, and there was this girl that was wearing like the exact same dress as her. <laughs> and normally it's like caddy stuff. Like she right. walked over, it was like this is my club, and I had to like grab her. I'm like, no, 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 please don't, please don't kill this young lady. This isn't how the real world works. Please, please don't, don't, please don't. Like, Dude, I know that one. But she, well, she was also kind of the uh, the gym. She was the gym rat. Like she spent mm-hmm. right. all time in, her, in the gym. And of all the fighters in our l- little camp that we had, like six fighters, like nothing big. Yeah. But like all the fighters we had in our camp, she was like the most fit, the most 
like barbaric, like in the like you know she was she the was, alpha. She the alpha, was so meant to, speak. to do this. <laughs> right. Like she was literally born to be a fighter, but she's also like the sweetest human being I've ever met. She's got like three three like huskies and shit. Like she's you know what I mean. Like grounded. Like, she's grounded, got but it. like you know when she's at her worst, it's like hilarious because right. you're like she is literally a walking death machine. Yeah, like, no. Like you forget like when she goes to her regular job now in business that like oh wow she's doing good for herself she's got a good business but like you piss her off it's like oh wait she used to punch me in the face at training camp every day and one time she hit me so hard I almost died (laughs) All right. You know, we would have those bouncers again, the meatheads who took yeah. the MMA and stuff, who who again in that same lifestyle, and they would come in on their days off and get drunk. Yeah, and it's like I can't kick you out. I, you're gonna hurt me because, like again, I'm not. Uh, I have no talent, which again ties to my one fighting story, which is uh, I get to in a second. But I had no talent. These guys do. They would come in drunk. I watched a guy drunk. And this guy just kept fucking with him. And finally he... Because they would always want to test you. And every, once everybody finds out you do MMA, I kick your ass. And right, you're like, yeah. And so everybody, sick of that shit. So they tested this one guy. Again, the guy who trained with the, the... I will say the Gracies. He was drunk, went to kick him. He had a flip-flops and was so far back. He was like three feet away. But the flip-flop flew off, hit the dude in the face, and knocked him out with a flip-flop like a fucking naked gun movie. Damn. So again, Jesus. I've seen this shit. So here, here's my one fighting story, and I'll let you laugh at me like the one dude who bombed at his only open mic. We'll probably get to break soon, right? Yeah, we'll go smoke a cigarette and pee. We'll finish up on this, and we'll come back, and I want to find out what a trust fund really does. Sure, I got um, you. <laughs> so I, uh, I was bouncing, and I was in the gym. I'm 6'4". I was in my early 20s. I'm not terrible, but I'm way out of my league. And this thing popped up for, in my hometown, a street wrestling tournament. Uh-oh. And it was held at the uh, gymnasium in front of the school. So the armory. It's anywhere you would have what I call armory wrestling. For wrestling fans, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come to the uh, sportatoriums, the gymnasiums, and the uh, armories. And it was one of those events. That's where any armory wrestling comes in our town. It comes here. And so you knew this was great. And I was like, I got this. I was I – was, Hovering around 200 on the lower side of 200 at that time, and the divisions were split 195 lightweight and 196 and up was heavyweight. So I was like, awesome. I'm going to be a monster in the hit in the lightweight division because I was floating around that point, And I was like, I have no training, but I'll go slap these bitches like fucking Larry Moe and Curly, and I'll win me a belt because I was a big wrestling fan. I wanted a belt. That was the title for winning the tournament. I was like, I got this. Have no experience. I must repeat that. No experience. I worked as a bouncer talking people, doing what I do. Hey, man, I need you to quit that. I couldn't break up a fight. I can't be in a fight. But I did this. I signed up. Mr. Fuji, the legendary WWE manager, was a judge at the competition. Nice. R.I.P. Mr. Fuji. He was the yeah, man. He yeah. Was the and they man. did hold it in a real wrestling ring. Like, like again, an armory right, wrestling, yeah, yeah, wrestling yeah. ring. So I got to be the three ropes, the mat, the works. My dream come true. I am Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold didn't exist yet, so I wasn't Stone okay. Cold. But I was Hulk Hogan. Like, I was the ultimate warrior. That's my guy. I was the ultimate warrior uh, really? there in the ring. Yeah, I love the ultimate warrior. Um, and I was That's ready to go. And, and I get there, and most of these guys come in like they're ghee. Right. And they, you know, when I get there, so they're like serious. Yeah, artists. even even the people you can see shouldn't be there, and you know what I mean. There are people that are like, oh, you know, yeah. like I take taekwondo, and oh. I was like, yep. And you bass fish and eat nachos I straight was, at ball games, it, and you're not Todd. You this is not you. I, mean, I know be, you take the be, class, but nobody's afraid of you, Todd. To be fair, like even in my short MMA career, that was always a positive for me because when I got in the cage, I literally looked like 
Macaulay Culkin that's and exactly fighting gloves. Right. And they were yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and I'd surprise some people. That's where a lot of my wins would come up. They, that's what I was hoping for. They, and that's what thing. happened to me. Like, you know, I fought a guy that was like a, you know, like almost all-American wrestler. And he thought he was going to run through me because I was like just skinny kid. And like, he made a mistake. I caught him in a, you know, I caught him in an omoplata. And, you know, it was donezo. Like, it, 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 yeah, it's... Yeah, sometimes you don't that's have to That's what be you the, were hoping for. Sometimes you don't have to be the best. You just have to be better than that guy. That's and that's right. what I was hoping that's for. That's right. So I get Nothing there. wrong with that. And there are some real fighters. You can see some real people, and you're like, oh, that guy's going to hurt somebody. Oh, right. I'm not fucking with right. that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I get up there. And so again, those dudes get the shit 195 and under, lightweight. 196 and over, heavyweight. I was like, I got this. I'm floating right at 190. Oh, wow. that's, a, that's, a, <laughs> you know, that's a very big weight class, like... <laughs> Two pounds. Yeah, yeah. So, you this big fight here. You this big that's fight exactly, over here. So that's that's the level is. So I get there, and I was like, awesome. I'm gonna be again, fucking Kevin Nash, just slapping people around. I weigh 197 pounds. Right. I am two pounds into the heavyweight division. The so you're gonna get the, fucked up. Fucking yeah. Yeah. The uh, 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 dynamic has shifted. I mean, the paradigm has taken a shift. Yeah. I am now the fucking pebble in the ocean. And I was like, I'm going to get hurt. I show up in jeans and just a t-shirt, right? Again, I'm, I'm fucking Dean Ambrose. I, right, I was yeah, like, yeah. I have no experience. I was like, I don't have a gi. I don't have like... And everybody else had either gi or like the wrestling singlet. And I show up like oh, in jeans. Classic. And I was like, I got nothing. I was like, I need something like a gi. So I went home and I got a pair of doctor scrubs that I used to kick it in when I was high back then. And my Lance 316 shirt. I was a big Austin. I guess Austin did exist because I had my, my Lance 316. So yeah, um, I get my shirt that says Lance 316. Uh, it's, it's an Austin knockoff. I love it. And I had friends that came who made signs that said Lance 316 in the audience. So I get into the ring with professionals and some dumbasses, but at least semi-professionals, in a pair of green doctor scrubs, no shoes, and Lance 316. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not good. Instantly, they tell us there's no striking. Because I thought okay. I would, like, you know, slap people around. They're like, no right, I, do, I do okay in this. <laughs> yeah, I would not. Again, I was hoping just to, like, again, Larry, Moe, and Curly some bitches right. and keep my head above water. Now I can't. Now even the semi-professionals, even Todd steps up to be like, hmm, I did take taekwondo. Right, like, yeah, God yeah. damn it, Todd. I can Jean-Claude Van kick. It, yeah, comes yeah. Up, it comes up my turn. I do get paired up with a Todd. This guy's just a fat soccer dad who ended up in a taekwondo class. I do get a Todd. Yes. Yes, yes. Todd and I go. We do the classic lockup, right? Like right. wrestling. Yeah. And like, I have nothing. A couple times, I get him in a headlock. Like again, a wrestling headlock. Like I'm going to noogie him. So a couple times I get him, but I, I can't do anything. And he he's he's fat. He's a big dude, so he pushes yeah. me off. Power. And and yeah, so he has the weight. He has the 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 classic yeah, the fat wrestler yeah. Andre the Giant thing. He just shoves me away. Right. So he pins me a couple times. Three pins and you're out. That's how it works. Three takedowns and you're out. Um, he pins me. I, I, I end up having to pull the Hulk Hogan because I can't get him off of me. Right? So if you get the shoulder up or if you get to the ring ropes, just like real wrestling, you break the hole. Yeah. So he, he pins me. And again, I, I count to one, two. I get the Hogan. Last minute. Mm, brother. Because <laughs> mm, I'm not out. But I well, can't. you were living out of fantasy yeah, at this oh, point. God. Yeah. Fucking. Like, it would be You're like, in another planet. It would like be like, like my kid being turned loose in a Lego factory for nine days and just be like, here's a pack of snacks, bro. I'll see you in a week. Yeah, right. So yeah. Like, um, and, and I'm I, I'm just holding the arm up, just, and finally I get to the rope. He lets him off of me. 
And we do this a couple times, and it's it's the worst. Dude, if I if Vince McMahon would have been like, get out. You guys are terrible. This is the worst match ever. Never come back. Like, it was awful. We both are two turds floating in a squared ring punch bowl. Finally, I get him in the fucking arm. I get him back in the lock. I've got nothing left. I've been pinned twice. This is my last hope for glory. We have done nothing but sit here and stroke each other's taint in a proverbial manner. We've done nothing. Right. Finally, I get him. Armbar. For some reason, I get possessed. I run. I do the bulldog. Wham! I take Todd down. The only pro wrestling move done all day long. Right? <laughs> it's the only move sanctioned by the AW a at that time right failure, failure, everybody yeah. else is grappling and chopping i pulled off the junkyard dog bulldog hell yeah mr fuji stands to his feet applauds <laughs> right only time he did it all day long that's awesome right they counted it as a takedown for him because for some reason he lost it so oh, they got one time they were like no no so they get me off again he gets me down I'm passing out at this point. I, he's so fat, I can't get him passing out. And I do the Hogan arm drop like twice. The referee counts, and I feel it drop. And I was like, let's take it home. Let's take it home. Uh-huh. I drop the arm. I let him count me out. I'm done. I had my fun. It was great. I guess it's like fucking a prostitute in Amsterdam. You're like, this was great. I don't want to. My wife can't know. And this, I just right, can't right, go home. Right, right. But I had a blast, all right? This was every bit of the fantasy I thought it would be. Todd goes into the next round. Oh, this isn't over. Oh, no. I'm out. Okay. I'm out. Okay. I'm in the audience with my Lance 316 shirt and my posters having fun. Todd goes to the next round. Todd goes up against, I don't know, like the Brock Lesnar version of a John Mellencamp song. Right? That sounds amazing. I am not entirely <laughs> sure what you mean by that. It was a little but that less. That sounds goddamn incredible. Because <laughs> so, we all know what a big Brock Lesnar fan Jay That's is. why I brought that reference up. So take Brock Lesnar as the big, beefy Led Zeppelin rock song he is. Oh, which he now, is. <laughs> now let's water it down to a John Mellencamp. It still rocks. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's still badass. <laughs> but it's, it's several hundred pounds lighter. Gotcha, gotcha. And it still frightens me. <laughs> And it still broke Todd's nose in a camel clutch to the point we heard the pop in the audience and the blood Jesus. shot out like something from a B movie. Jesus. Holy shit. And I That's thought, when you knew you were good. You're like, hey. and, and again, as the, the religious man says, if not so for the grace of God, there go me. Right. And I thought, I'm glad Todd won. I'm going home with my sinuses intact. Todd saved you. Todd's probably missing a couple days from work. Todd was your Superman that yeah, day. Yeah, but it was a blast. I, that's my one story. I uh, I have no I wrestling need, experience. I think you need to write Todd a thank you card. Yeah, that's yeah no, no, Todd took one for the team. Sounds like I you say, saved your uh, life. <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm not getting in the ring anytime soon. So, again, we'll, uh, we'll take a quick break, yeah. and um, we'll patch all things up, and uh, we'll be uh, back. Hell yeah, man.
Hey guys, this is Jay Kendrick. And I'm Biggie. And we're here today to talk to you about a new video game podcast coming to Stage Diver Radio Network entitled J&B's DLC. So has this ever happened to you while you're playing a video game? Get good, noob. Your mom looks like Sean Connery and I'd still banger get wrecked. Well, you're in luck because we have a podcast by gamers. For gamers. Every other Monday, everywhere podcasts can be found and at stagediverradio.com. Hey there, it's Casey and Rich. And we're the Undrafted Free Agents. That's UDFA if you're looking for us on iTunes. And, well, we're here to talk about the draft. The draft? Is that like uh, drafty rooms or draft beer? Yeah, or like car drafting and racing where you stay behind. Ooh, wartime drafts. That could be a fun podcast. A whole podcast on wartime drafts. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Actually, it's NFL draft. We talk about it year-round, so even during the college season, you know, we follow the players, the guys that are likely going to be that next group of first-round picks. And then after that's over, during the summer, we talk about fantasy football drafts. Yeah. You know, we always seem to kind of shoehorn in some 90s pop culture. In every episode, we do it. Yeah. Wayne's World. Wayne's World quotes in every episode, it seems. Saved by the Bell. We have a surprising number of Home Alone quotes. I've noticed that, too. There's a lot in Doug. That's just a good show. It's just a good show. Yeah, so, uh, hey, if you love football, check us out. Again, we're on iTunes. Search for UDFA Podcast. Do it. Aha. I love me some accordion. I do. I really love the accordion. Oh, I believe you. I, I love it. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I never of, doubted that. Again, I love weird shit, and I, I have always been a fan of like the accordion, whether it's using like Cajun, Zydeco music, which I'm a huge fan of. I love Cajun. Or I love Tejano music. I'm a big uh, Flaco Jimenez fan. Uh, it was a, you, you might as well just spoke Japanese. He's a, it's actually it's a, it's a, he's a world famous uh, accordion player. Uh, frequently plays with like Dwight Yoakam and stuff like that on Odd Country Licks. Once again, but different. Flaco Jimenez? No, nobody. All right. Anyway, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Are these real people? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, and I guarantee you, that's these are Fallout Four characters. So here's what <laughs> for anybody who's following. Uh, I got Motley Crue music going out because I mentioned Motley Crue last week. We got John Cougar Mellencamp because I mentioned it earlier. I you guarantee did. you, we're going out to Flaco Jimenez. I guarantee you, I'm making that uh, prediction okay. right now. I, Terry will pull it up. Uh, and he's not making will, the prediction. This is just him telling me no, we're no, going no. out to Flaco I, I guarantee Jimenez. you. If you're going to do it, at least find me some Texas tornadoes. Uh, Mitch, are you a music fan? By the way, uh, we've got a, a pop-in. The boss, the chairman, the Vince McMahon of Stage Diver Network. Clap for Mitch him. Wheeler in the house. I, it's None of that is necessary, and I had no intention of saying anything <laughs> Until you said the flock of humanus is this like Flocko Humanus. Oh, Flocko Humanus. I thought you said Flock of Humanus, and I was like, is this some kind of 80s kind of new wave insurance band? (laughs) Like Flock of Humana? (laughs) Like a a cross between Flock of Seagulls and... Uh, life insurance no. or health fair, insurance. Like, he, Flock of Humana sounds like a big release video game title. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, right. that's, that's a solid point. Yeah. Yeah. The, the insurance company simulator. <laughs> Dirty Flock of Humana. I, I think Terry has found, uh, again, the Texas Tornadoes, a super group of uh, Tejano music that I love. And Flaco Jimenez is their accordion player. Is this the dude? Yeah, Flaco right, Jimenez. Hold on, okay. We're going to listen. Oh, he's the shit. All right. It's a dude? Yeah. Just one guy. Okay. One old Mexican. That's an old school, baby. Run up. Wait, wait, wait. Let me hear you scream. This is one guy. 
Well, there's a band. Okay. There's yeah, one yeah. accordion player. Oh, is this guy? Yeah. He's like the BB King of the squeeze box. I mean, like. <laughs> All right, so I, we're. I see why you had a pinata at your son's I birthday party. <laughs> Terry, right, as I the mean, producer, I think we're gonna need to. Uh, we're gonna Terry, need to. Do me um, a favor. Pull up here. Pull, pull up. If, if you show them the stuff that I like, I, I have to defend myself. Pull up. Jesus. Terry, how many times in an episode do you hear, Terry, do me a favor? This is it. Actually, this is my first. This is my first. This is, this is his first. I'm okay. catching my token. Okay. But he's going uh, hard for his first. Yeah, yeah I am. I am. Um, this, is, this is the time to say. I'll throw it no. out there. So that he never. <laughs> right, because Jay. this is where thing it becomes a thing. Also, understand with these interactions right now, I can't wait for you to be a guest. On yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Jay. The episode is going to be amazing. You're, you're our guest tonight. Would you rather. Also going to be long. Would you rather Terry to pull up? No, nah, Biggie will fix that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, We'll we'll give you the option, and you I'll, I'll have here. I'll have Terry pull it up here. Would you rather hear? <laughs> Love you, Biggie. Love you, Biggie, buddy. Who were you thinking of, or Guacamole? Oh okay. Who the songs are? Who were you thinking of, or Guacamole? Um, Your answer, final answer, and go. <laughs> I'm totally lost. Um, again, I don't know what's happening. It's okay. Either. Terry's pulling up a song we're getting, to show are you. Are we getting mugged? No. <laughs> you're getting, pulling you're getting up mugged song. musically. Oh, okay. Terry's pulling up the legend that is Flaco Jimenez at his prime, and I'm giving you two options. Okay, you're hyping this dude up way too much. Either who are you thinking of or guacamole. <laughs> Say guacamole. I, I like guacamole. I'm then a go, big fan Terry, of it. Could you please yeah. pull up the Texas Tornadoes guacamole? Everybody, the great Terry this was playing. Oh, you can't. I can barely hear it. My bad. <laughs> well, it's I, definitely playing. It's a live oh, version. That's, that's done for a reason. Well, it's a live yeah. version, so you can barely hear it. So, all right, sweet five to drive. I, I can't think, wait. I, I can't wait for five. To you drive. guys can make fun of me for my <laughs> shitty taste. That's okay. But I, just, I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's realize, a different podcast. I didn't I even it. realize that was a taste. Like, well, I, yeah. Well, somebody go over there that's around a the whiteboard. Uh, the uh, Deadbeat Radio uh, <laughs> Companion Edition, making fun of Lance's musical taste. <laughs> yes, that days. could be yes. days, days. That, that could be. We just that like, could be like, a, that I could be no, a DLC. Like, I, I have no problem with mariachi music, Lance. It's not mariachi. It's Terry. It's Tejano. <laughs> it's a combo. <laughs> it's uh, not. It's, oh, oh, wait. It's oh, not oh, mariachi. Wait, wait, wait. So now he's have weird musical taste, but now he's being pretentious about it. Yes, You're he a is. fucking hipster. It is. No, I. It is a combination. <laughs> now I feel racist. Tejano music is a combination of German polka and Western swing and Hispanic mari- music. So no, it is not mariachi. Thank you very much. Lance smokes cloves and Arctic ice blunts. That's fair. How did you not oh! think he was a hipster? Oh, that's very true. <laughs> Damn yeah, it. That's very true. I meant, you make fun of me for my cigar. I meant to bring you. I have a friend of mine gave me a uh, a wrap and it's a roll. And it's like non-GMO, <laughs> gluten-free. And, and it has all these stupid shit on it. I'm like, I'm taking this to Terry. And he'll be like, there, was this, is this better for you? Do right, you need yeah. a gluten-free blunt wrap? Not just one that's not menthol. No. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll, wait I'll a remember minute. that. I'll find something else. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-oh. You guys are smoking marijuana in the studio? No. This was when we were, this was uh we were at That your, was beautiful. We were at ne- your mom's never house. Never Uncle Mitch. Yeah. No dad. No God dad. damn it. We were at your mom's house and she uh she said what you got boys and I said here's what I got. So here's what I got for you Jay. Uh Yo. I've got to plug your radio show 
yeah, here on the, the network. The wonderful Stage Diver Network that we do love, that we do call home. Again, Mitch, thank you for giving us a place to be. Yeah, we man, do love it. Really about me. You all, yeah. you do for us. Um, and coming oh. up, we've got some cool things. And uh, if I miss anything, help free feel, feel free to jump in there. But we've got Creepy Con coming up in August. Is that right? August 24th and 25th. Hell yeah, yeah man. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be out in full force. A lot of the shows are going to be there doing stuff. Again, I volunteer my time for whatever. Uh, I think they're taking me as uh, Rob Zombie for being East Sherry Moon Zombie. I'm that is dress up exactly as Rob correct. So have, have you guys looked up like the the people that are going to be there? Like this is very no. typical of a convention. And I'm sorry again. I I just stopped in for a minute. No, with all of it. I didn't plan on talking, no. but then you guys got me talking, and I may or may not have been drunk. That's what <laughs> so we're doing okay. right yeah. now. Have uh, you been drinking in the studio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, this is my house, motherfucker. Yeah. That's what I do. We you have to. You're so. the only person ever that can just walk into the studio <laughs> while we're doing an episode and just sit down and I'd be like, hey, Mitch, welcome to the show. Like, dare you to tell me I'm not invited, motherfuckers. Oh, it's an open invitation. <laughs> it's an open invitation. No, but like CreepyCon is going to be really fucking awesome. Like, I'm going to do a con. I can't wait. Last year was the first uh, ever like, like it was the first one ever and it's not just like a horror convention right. it's like a halloween convention in august well, spooky and it's that's cool it's really fucking cool they, like they drew like a thousand people their first year um wow. i know my makeup lady uh that well, i use for big. my short films nice. does it too, i can't so. wait um, I know I'm going to do the Rob Zombie, but like I said, I'm I'm up for anything. I can't wait. And then, uh, so this is coming up sooner. <clears throat> Mitch, maybe you can feel me on this. Jimmy Mania God. six, seven, seven, that's seven. seven. That's that's. I, I don't, you're a wrestling I, I, fan. How did you not? Because I can't read it. I don't have my glasses on. Goddamn um, Roman numerals, I, fucking I up all the millennials. Numerals. I can't read. No, it. more like goddamn Roman Reigns. So because that's that's, uh, like. that's one fall or sixty minutes WrestleMania party. Yeah, it is nice. indeed one nice. fall or sixty minutes. We're going out to Bracken's Blues Club to watch WrestleMania. It's okay. going to be broadcast on all the TVs there, oh, yeah. and it's free as fuck. In uh, high as fucklander terms, any, uh, uh, but it is free if. If you get froggy, it is also a potluck, so a lot of people will be bringing in <laughs> dishes. Bring it wrestling themed. Oh, we came up be. with uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, old boy ain't coughed like that since back in the day, yo. Uh, I'm sorry, I just brought out a half baked reference. Maybe I should have just. Uh, yeah. My I bet, kids you, have I bet been... you that people that smoked would have got it. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just saying. I'd like to go. Nobody some... that listens to this podcast like to be smokes able... marijuana. Please, 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 wrestling theme those dishes. I'd like to get some Brock Lesnar lamb chops. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, that's God good. damn! Tell yeah. yeah. Why don't you work on that, son? The ultimate <laughs> like, Waldorf hey, salad. I'll talk to JV. He yeah. cooks. I don't. How do about food. a Suplex City rack of ribs? Yeah. 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 The, Here we go. Damn. Here we go. Yeah. The ultimate Waldorf salad. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's gonna be fun, man. You show up. There's also a costume contest. Hollywood Hulk hoagies. Wait, hold on. Oh. God <laughs> damn, that's beautiful. <laughs> you, all you gotta do is go to. I want like, bring in what? some firehouse sub like platter. <laughs> now that I've thought about you're it, you're done. I, I want a gyro Mysterio so bad. Good. <laughs> oh, gyro, oh, yeah, gyro Mysterio. That's bring in a little New Orleans flavor. Some crisp beignets. Oh, <laughs> oh I Can like we it. Say that? I, I like <laughs> Ray Mysterio's Junior. 
Boo. <laughs> it was like a sort of on the day. Hero Mysterio. Anyway, Jimmy Mania. Jimmy I'm not the comic hero, okay? Hey, hey, I always measure dicks. Who cares? In Brackens and Maryville, right? I'm a grower, not a shower. I'm not okay. involved in that contest. But uh, <laughs> you're, you're you are man. a host of many a fine podcast, uh, much like our brothers at uh, High as Fucklander, who are doing the funniest Fucklander coming up. Uh, April get to be 20th. a part of that. April twentieth. What a surprise there! Uh, <laughs> I get to be a part of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't wait. There's a great lineup, and those guys are awesome. So I'm really excited. Um, and Jay, you guys do your show every two weeks as well, coming yeah, out. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're bi-weekly. Nice. Uh, our show is uh, our next episode will be recorded on the 14th, probably released on the 16th, and uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, and that's that's what I like. There's uh, something for everybody: wrestling, pop, video games, just society, life, um, sports. Uh, I think it's jokes. a very There's diverse something for sports. Yeah. I actually think it's a very diverse network. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that was the idea. It, it really is, and Phantasm Podcast, man, those guys are. They already have yeah. a following, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you picked a winner there. That's <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. That's Hell signing yeah. the right band at the right time. Mm-hmm. That was great. I uh, <laughs> am very yeah. thankful for those guys, and they do a fantastic job. Hell yeah, man. And. Yeah. yeah. Like, didn't they interview like Kane Hodder? Do everybody. Have like, you ever, I'm yeah. fanboying out a little bit. They, yeah. they they just their their most recent edition was an interview with Brad Dorf. Mm-hmm. The voice of Chucky. Chucky. Yeah, oh, Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the Halloween that's remix. Like, yeah. Oh, I've seen everybody on their page from like Michael Berryman, who's Kills of Eyes, and I've seen him fucking with like again Phil and Selmo, I think. And so Yeah, well I mean that's the thing. And <laughs> and honestly, we did a pilot of a uh not a pilot, but a, a test run of a new metal podcast that we're, cool. we're talking about doing earlier today. But it, it was very hard to do that without referencing the stuff that Phantasm has right. already done. They've, the they've just done a great job. And That's great. I, I also want to say, Lance, I'm, I'm very proud of the stuff that you're doing, and I'm looking oh, forward thanks. to where you take it. It's, it's a great addition to the network. And I appreciate you being involved. I appreciate it. It was a, it's a it's a lifelong dream. Again, I've always wanted to do this, um, and it was a great opportunity. And I had so much fun being here. I, I'm beyond thrilled. Yeah, I, yeah. Nobody cares about listening yeah, to that shit. Just but, uh, just say thanks and move on. Yeah. And then uh, don't make me fucking edit your shit live, man. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Damn. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here's I'm the thing. kidding. In That's fact, not gonna happen. What you are gonna do is make Terry edit my shit live. That's what you're going to end up doing. Terry is going to choose that. Yeah, so that's what's going to... And that's fair. That's I, I, like, story. I like how it's like mom and dad arguing and Terry's like, I'm my own person! Like, <laughs> God, stop telling me what to do with my life! God damn it! You just go to your room and wait till Terry gets home. Uh, we also, I have to say again, uh, the Deadbeats ourselves uh, are coming to town. Um, uh, so be ready for that. Yeah, and we're going to get all uh, four deadbeats in one room at the same time. Are we doing that? We are doing that. We are. Um, oh, goddamn. Uh, on July 21st. <laughs> yep, yep. We're, we're not going to have everybody, but it's the closest we'll have in a while. So, uh, uh, July 21st, uh, Bubs Harris, uh, J.C. Ratliff, uh, Patrick Cunningham, and myself will all be at Sugar Mamas. So, it'll be the uh, four out of the six horsemen together. I like that you used the big markers on that one. Um, oh, of course. I explained this before you got here. I, <laughs> Lance always I, has I'm fucking with you, Lance. I, hey, listen, man, I'm gonna, I've, I've taken up enough time on the nah. podcast. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to head to the bar. Listen, I'm again, go cool. I really appreciate what you guys have done <laughs> Thanks, here, man. and I, Thanks, I look forward to listening to the rest of it. And, and seriously, in the future, 
if you don't want me to be here, tell me to get the fuck out of the studio. The, I'm not going to get angry about it. Happened. The invitation is always open. Terry. Terry does in it the on, future, on a daily basis. <laughs> tell me to get the fuck out of the studio. No, I got you. All right. <laughs> but Deadbeats are chaos. We welcome it. Bring it. That's what your mom said to me. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I just really <laughs> like to say your mom did this. I, uh, your mom me one. did that. No, I got him in with, I, with the mom's house earlier. He owed me one. It's fair. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So we do have a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, again, we've got the five to drive coming up that I going to get to uh, a few random questions that are always uh, posed of every uh, uh, guest here. But um, I also want to talk to you about something we, we joked about earlier, but um, we're back here with uh, uh, my, my lovely guest, Jay Kendrick. And again, Terry behind the boards as always. If I didn't give you a shout out what, earlier, I've got to always say we love you here because uh, we couldn't do what we do without you. Preach. And uh, you, you actually, you're going to be uh, filming your movie at the highest fucklander, funniest like fucklander, right? Oh yeah, I'm, I will be premiering my movie. If you come nice. a half hour early to funniest fucklander, I will be premiering so. my movie Inside Out. So no, that's worth it as well. And that was wrote yeah. by a friend of ours as well. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned something. Uh, real quick, before we move on, oh, yeah. it, it's not if you get there 30 minutes early. If you <laughs> That's show the, the fuck up on time, <laughs> then you get to see the fucking movie. <laughs> like, I appreciate what you're doing there, yeah, Terry. Right, Mitch but jumped in and, yeah. It, like, seriously, up. like, you're premiering <laughs> your brand new short film. Don't plug this <laughs> as if you get there early. Like, what dude, are you producing? You the trivia before Star five Wars shows yeah, on like, this goddamn almost, yeah, almost network. Half the network. Like, Thank you guys. Thank literally you. Literally the <laughs> head of production because there's nobody Terry, else that's gonna I fucking do it. Respect but, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, I already had respect for you, Terry, before the podcast because I think you're a real man. Yeah, yeah, Secondly, dude. I think you're. Awesome. I don't know what that means. Like, have me you been Jay, watching you know him chop wood, Mitch. If, like, you, what is Mitch, that? if you don't get it, you never will. So anyway, me and Jay have gotten drunk in far too many bars. We so. are, <laughs> oh, right. Terry and I have become lifelong bros. That's, and I just wanted to say cool. this. like Terry has done yeah. so much for this network and everything. And no, I agree. He's killing it. So uh, thank yeah. you, Terry. I know we thank you all the time, but uh, thank you, man. And here, here's, I think, an angle none of us are really thinking about. But we need this movie to blow up so you get rich and famous and yes. take us with you yes. wherever you go. <laughs> ride your, so yeah. ride you, your wings. When you go to produce... Specifically uh, investing yeah. it all back into yeah, this exactly. spare bedroom so in my house. When, when <laughs> you end up directing that Steven Spielberg produced movie you get hired to do you'll be like I know some people and you know what hey guys how about I help produce your stuff and that's what we need when you get famous and we're here so promote your movie because it's awesome I'm in it just for like a second it's really we just my really bare ass really honest about this yeah it's, it's really just my bare ass take us to the top Terry <laughs> did I email you a copy yes okay, yes you have okay. um, I've always said I'm happy to ride your coattails to the middle nah. that's good I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, yeah. asking for a lot but look, here's uh, look man ever since the beginning uh, I've always said you can't do this alone so that's why I promote the people around me first because I know that I'm going to need them at some point you can't do it alone like no. I can't do everything I can't learn grab you know what I mean you need yeah. people to, it's, it's a yeah. joke about taking your friends but every group does it look at any comedy click that you see in TV you know you get the Adam Sandler he's like these are the people I like to work with these right. are my friends let's do this together if I and again if I had to bounce around and do different jobs but I could always do it with people I know how great nothing's worse than being the first day at a job so imagine if it felt like oh or go to a restaurant where you've worked with other servers before right. and you're like yo wait yeah. ah that's so that feeling's great and it is awesome rising up with your friends and well and, and being on stage diver has really opened my eyes to what 
entertainment and fun should be. Yeah. Because, like, I'm literally, like, everybody on this network, Terry, Bingy, yeah. Lance. Oh, yeah. Sam Donnelly, as mm-hmm. most of everyone in Knoxville knows, me and I, he and I dated, basically. Uh, like, we were, like, best shows BFFs forever, you know. I got to uh, guest on this boy. show, and it's a blast. Like, Sam and I are, you know, we're tag team. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. like, that's what I'm talking about, though. We're getting, you know, I feel comfortable around you guys, and I feel comfortable doing with the show, and I think that's what you need in your everyday life, yeah. just in general, is that that feeling of, these are the people that got my back, these are the people that support me, and we're all well, doing something that we love to do. To feel comfortable in right. a creative place. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, as SJW, why, that sounds, but right, right. we actually mean it here. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, say, yeah. I've got my makeup girl will be there. Your makeup girl, and it's not like that's just that's who you like to work yeah. with. So yeah. that's the one you claim. We're buds. We're together. Yeah. You know, when you book a comedy show, you get to the venue and you're like, "Sweet, I know these people. I don't have to be nervous mm-hmm. about that. I've got enough shit to be nervous about. Right. I can feel like I'm at home. Exactly. I'm driving my car down the highway. I know where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so anyway, back to <laughs> something. I again, I've always wanted to ask you. We tour around, we talk, and we talk about you know non shit. But we, I've always wanted to ask you more about MMA, and I always do want to ask you about the trust fund baby jokes. Okay, I, this is a lifestyle I don't understand. All right, and so please again, not to be too personal, but no, of course, what of course. the fuck is I hear that term, and I I don't have two pots to piss like you in. have no idea what that is i know it's some kind of account set up to pay you yes. um like small dividends but right. i that's it again i hear it on things like handle on the law and like talk to you know like uh, legal talk radio shows yeah. but so so it, t- this is an interesting life moment tell me about what it is and, and how you ended up with it okay um and the account number to it what's the password <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the mobile <laughs> banking no, uh, we're good. also okay. can i get a loan no 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 here's the thing when and I, there are myths behind it too and i want to hear that because i know people oh, when they hear rich like that's not true. <laughs> yeah that is not and like true. Uh, again i but that's what people I will think say and this, that's what i want to know i will i will say this <clears throat> i have a very fortunate life right when it comes to the trust, it helps. Basically, the trust fund really is just like an adult allowance. Like, essentially, <laughs> it's what it is. It's an adult nice. allowance. And I know that sounds shit. I love it. I hate I talking it. about it, though, because every time I talk about it, I feel like somebody's going to be like, oh, there goes Jay no. talking about his print. You know, That's whatever. why we're here. I said in the very first episode, yeah. what I wanted was a conversation where the deadbeat philosophy is that we are the square peg in a, a round hold uh, industry. Yeah. And that's what I want to do is bring people in, sit down and talk, and find out that we all are our own square peg in a world of round holes. Right. And so this is a thing that I think a lot of people like me go, trust fund, yeah, you're rich. And that's not God what knows. it is. Is, God, and no. they go. You've been to my house. I, I have. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Come on now. Definitely so, not rich. Now, and then people also go, "Oh, your great grandfather. He must have been a World War II general." Ah, and you're like, "No." Well, my. And so, my great- how does it happen? What does well, it do? You mentioned my great grand. Well, not my great grandfather, but my grandfather, uh-huh. who uh, you know helped make the trust for me. Right. Was Christopher Kendrick. If that name is not familiar to you. It's not uh, to me, no. Well, Christopher Kendrick in Knoxville basically developed the old city. He had the orangery for the longest time. Like, that was his place. Got it. So, like a Rockefeller, Vanderbilt kind of thing. He had the... He, uh, he, was, a, he was a very well-known Knoxville land developer. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, he coined the name, the old city. Oh, like okay. Yeah, cool. that, that's right. the level, at least for Knoxville. Right. And... Um, 
So what you're saying is he was a villain on the Dukes of Hazard kind of guy, right? Like that's. <laughs> but he couldn't have been the. They're going to tear down he, the moonshine still to right. build a new hotel. He could not see have what been. the Duke boys do later. Okay, not even close. No, he could not have been like the most like you know classy dude right. like on the planet. Like so he's he like was, the Monopoly dude. Yeah, nice. I would say, there we go. Yeah, his he name's was, Uncle Pennybag for those that you want to know, but uh, it's not the Monopoly. I think what guys. I loved about my grandfather is like I never saw him get mad. Ever. So you did know him. This isn't him. like something. I did, yeah. This isn't set in place before he, you. He passed away um, around uh, me being uh, 22, 23. God, so old enough to handle it. Yeah. Even if not well, well I ne- old well, enough to handle it. He did a lot for me. God. He really did. He did a lot for me, and uh, he also helped me develop like just who I am as a person. Because like when I talked to him, he was, he was such a brilliant guy, and he was classy, and he was smooth, like, you know. Like when, when people talk would talk to him, he he give him like a strong handshake, look him in the eyes, and you know, he speaks very elegant. You know? So not to be again too proud, but I'm always curious about how did he make his money? What was how do you get? Because land development's not cheap, right? So to like, but I always think somewhere down the line somebody hit like a gold mine in the Wild West rush. Honest, and then, honestly, like he, how did he do he his? He just thing? worked hard. Got it. He was just a hard worker. I think stories and, like that are neat. Like, well, my great grandfather invented this thing. You know that cardboard tube in the middle of toilet paper my great grandma invented that before right. that toilet paper just smushed and you're like cool well, and, and somebody had to do that i didn't know that so i love stories like that so well uh, that's he, he, what was, I'm he was a for. very passionate person and uh he was very focused on the business nice. and, and he, he was a great businessman like did i have he's the, he's the man that i've respected there's no person on planet earth i've ever met that i respect more than my grandfather that's awesome he he was a he was a hard worker he was very intelligent uh, and he did a lot for Knoxville, like the downtown old city-ish area. Like he, he did a lot of the renovations, uh, Kitshire apartments, you know, places like that. Like in, in is that uh, the East, one? East Knoxville. Like, Don't want to talk inside baseball, but that, sure. that is the big apartment right there on um, Jackson going towards Gay. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, he, uh, I used to, again, that's the old underground the, yeah. the club I used to work at at the time. Um, so with leaving of again a legacy like that, do you also inherit like businesses? Do you get like was there a business handed down to you as well? Like or had he already retired from that by the time it was sorry by the time it was uh, done? Like did do you run well, he, businesses that oh, he had God, or anything oh God, like no. that? No, 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 like that. But he he uh, he passed it on to my aunt. And, got you know, it. Stuff got like it, that. Got it. But um, so no. it's a Game of Thrones. You're like uh, right. Joffrey. You're like ninth in line for the throne. Oh God, Joffrey, Jesus. So okay. you're like I'm. Please I'm, give him Peter Dinklage. Dude. Well, yeah, it's been a long. Times I watched. Uh, I might as well have been the. Yellow I, I would have said okay. <laughs> given a moment, I would have said like Renly. Somebody was like just off a couple levels, but not the Actually, one getting the crown. I tell you what, because Renly didn't supposed to get the crown. He to just give you he did. to give you a better understanding of yeah. my family's dynamic growing up. Um, my mom's side of the family very you know southern as fuck, like super, and, and I loved them because they they were a warm side of the family. They had good hearts, you know, but they. I mean, there's been mud wrestling matches, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hell yeah, and failure yeah. used and stuff. I mean, they're just they're 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 southern. I I and told then, you we spray painted Christmas then, lights. So and then my I dad's side of family was my you know grandfather, like the Kendrick family, which yeah. we have a real estate business, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're land landowners and things like that. And I'll never forget, like, and I still remember this even at ten. And my mom loves to tell the story at parties, is that uh, we were invited to a really fancy dinner. Uh, on the Kendrick side for my grandfather and uh, you know you had to <coughs> wear nice shirts and all these other things and uh, when we got our food it was a super nice restaurant when we got our food you know like I had gotten a steak because I'm a 10 year old boy and I'm like oh, yeah, meat yeah. You know, or yeah. ribs yeah. you always get something yeah. dumb 
I want the seafood platter. That is twelve dollars. So I don't care. Yeah. Right, yeah and I, I think it. the moment my family realized that I was not going to be a typical nine to fiver mm-hmm. is when I grabbed the steak with like both hands, like at ten, and just went to town, like in this super nice, prestigious little restaurant on my grandfather's birthday, as everyone else has fork and knife and napkin, and I'm like, like there's steak juice flying out of my mouth and stuff, and then my mom was like you know how could you eat like that and like my grandfather was like he can do as he wants he's a human being and i was like yeah that's some real ass shit yeah, yeah. yeah. give Carrie, me a little deep stuff you know back me up on this does this sound like an episode of arrested development to you almost <laughs> a little like, bit I mean, yeah. picture essentially that, like, my life like yeah. yeah yeah so that's what i'm feeling here is like this like we've got the money and then these wacky descendants and then there you are like i, right. I get it it's little very bit. arrested okay I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to get too deep into my family. I will. No, I no. will say this though. I will still want that account name shout and password to, for. Shout so. out to my cousin Artie, who has been a big supporter. Yeah, yeah, I know Artie. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Artie. Yeah, we're friends on Facebook. Yeah, he works at a Tony's Liquor Store yeah, in Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, he's awesome. Well, I don't think I'm not sure if he does, but anyway, he uh, is an awesome dude, and he's really supported me. He's one of the few members of the Kendrick family that keep in touch with me. So, and I appreciate that. He's no, a good cool. guy. He's a good guy. I, I don't have hardly any family left. It's very immediate for me. I live, again, with my parents and stuff, but we don't have any cousins or anything. We, I have a lot. Well, we just and, don't talk to them. So, the I like that. I, I respect that because I don't have a close – I have a very close – a bullseye family I don't have that outer dartboard right. and I, I always envy that when people talk about me and my cousin we did this and I'm like me and my cousins we met when I was five like I don't I don't well and a lot them, of people so. ask me like what are the terms of your trust and all their stuff oh I don't want all that I just no no no, 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 like no, no. I don't mean it like that I don't mean it like that I mean it like you know what did your grandfather want you to do with that money? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that oh. kind of thing. Was the, are there stipulations? Do, not, do you have a Brewster's Millions? Yeah. Did you have to not spend? A, not like. a stipulation, but a lot of people ask me about it, and I'm like, well, uh, when I told my grandfather I wanted to do something as stupid as being an entertainer, <laughs> right? He said, well, then I want you to use the money to feed and clothe yourself and focus on what you want to do. No, yeah, fucking yeah. way, yeah. Like that just focus is on it. Awesome. And I also I know I joke about that it. That is stage. some Brewster's million shit. Well, I know I, I know I joke about it on stage, but like I try not to brag about it. I try not to you know anything like that. It's just it really has given me the wonderful opportunity to focus on something that I really want to do. You know, because let's be honest, comedy doesn't pay bills. No, especially no, no, not no. at our level. Oh no, no, no! And you no, know, no. with the podcasting stuff, like I'm not going to be making money until it becomes something. Yeah, we have to. You but and it I lets have me to focus jump to like it. like Leno Rogan money before we'll see. Any, I, like, I mean, fuck! You can ask people that know me. I've always been super like careful with my money. I, I don't. Said, I don't blow stuff. Like I treat it to to keep me going. Right. You know. Well, I said, you know, I'd heard you joke about it on stage, and I, I want to go ahead and say this again in your defense. How that now they brought this up, and before people get the wrong idea, right? You always do it self deprecatingly. Yes. The same way I tell Absolutely. wife and kids jokes. Like for me, I've made no bones about the fact I love my wife and kids. I love my life, yeah. but I also love take my wife please jokes. Right. I, I love, it. I go, I, and they know, and like I love going on stage or when people say uh, uh, just funny lines like, um, I, at work I make game recommendations and I go here you'll like this and I go if you don't don't worry I'm married I'm used to nobody liking what I have to offer and so like I, I think that's funny even though I love my wife and kids and I'm not bitched about my life I have a good life I am blessed. 
but I love those jokes. Right. So I, you have never once came out and been like, hey, by the way, my jokes aren't funny, my dick's not big, but I got, I'm got, i rich, come see but, me after yeah. the show. It's God, not no. like that. No. You make self-deprecating jokes about like, hey, look at me, I'm a trust fund kid. Yeah. Ah. Well, and a lot of it is like, like, I think one of my favorite lines was like, I can't believe it gave me a trust fund because who the fuck would trust me with funds? You know? That's like, great, exactly. You know, exactly. something cute like that. And uh, it's one of those things like I tell people... <laughs> It, it it really all it is is a way for me to focus on a passion and really focus on it and it oh god and I would it, there's love risk that. to it oh yeah it, oh, there's yeah. risks it could run out just like anything and oh really oh yeah okay again see I don't out. live this lifestyle I live well, it's, the... it's like a set amount of, of money you okay know? Like, so okay so it's not like constantly gaining interest like a normal okay see that's what I imagine well there there are that's too technical. Got but anyway, it. so uh, but not on a degree where you can be like, "Hey, my interest this." Not on a a Ted Turner level, right? Where you could go, no, 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 no. I no, no, got no. nine million dollars in interest. I mean, so I, mean, really, I can live off that alone. Ah, ha, ha. I mean, really, for me, it was just a way for me to get a jump start in what I actually want to do that's with my great. life, I which that's... is really just being an entertainer. It doesn't have to be stand up comedian, but just an entertainer. Okay, do you know what it is to me? This is this is how how I want you to know that I think about that story. Yeah, I'm gonna be real with you. I love YouTube videos okay. of people on like America's Got Talent that have these super sad stories right. and then they come out and they're not like a half tard. They bat it out of the park. Yeah. I will boohoo every time. And she, I love why these. Why do you think that show is so popular? I love these. And again, like, why do you think I'm, that was I'm, such a thing? I'm going to yeah. give a shout out it to my- It bats your emotions. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to my all time favorite, Paul Potts. Does that name ring a bell? Paul Potts? No. Okay. My references normally don't Sounds land. Sounds like an independent so, shortstop baseball player. No. <laughs> so for the record, much like Flaco Jimenez, I'm used to none of my, my references landing. I am a weird person. I get it. Every so, other Saturday yeah. for me. So every other Saturday. <laughs> what hey, is he talking hey, no, about? No, no, no. It's every day for my wife. Okay. You want to think every other Saturday? You remember, somebody puts up with this terrible shit 24 goddamn hours a day, seven days a week, and is thankful I I have a job and she can get some form of peace of mind in the day. <laughs> so anyway, we do know Susan Boyle. That one ring a bell? Yes. The woman, right? Yes. That's the more famous. Fuck Susan Boyle. All right? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going out. Jesus. Fuck Jesus. Susan Boyle. Because here's the deal. Paul Potts came out on one of these fucking shows. <laughs> I don't know. It's the first one that just I was like, shit. This is like the nerdiest shit it I've is, ever it heard is. in my entire it's, it's life. It's Debbie Radio. I can do whatever I want. Um, but anyway, he comes out on this <laughs> British fair. show. And he looks like mashed potatoes in a pair of pantyhose. That's the best way to describe it, right? He looks like a Cabbage Patch doll fucked Phil Collins. He oh, is Jesus. he is this dumpy, doe-eyed, cross-eyed, buck-toothed. Like it is, he looks like a Simpsons cartoon. And he comes out, and this is before Susan Boyle, so fuck her for getting the attention, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it, she comes surprised. out. He comes out, and, and you're just like, I can't wait. Because you think it's going to be one of those, you looking like a fool with your pants on the ground, guys. Oh, yeah, right? pants on the ground. You're just like, oh, my God, he's a half-tard deluxe. I cannot wait to see where this goes. And he belts out the most amazing, beautiful, fucking Pavarotti-ass shit. He busts out some opera, and I was like, tears. I was like, oh, my God. 
That is, is he an angel? He is the doughy cross-eyed angel. Pull yourself together, Lance. Jesus. And uh, it's been a long time. I'm over it now. Okay. But right. it doesn't sound uh, like it. No, it sounds like there's still <laughs> some just things there. Fuck I'm, Susan Boyle like four times. I'm an yeah. entertainer. I convey emotion even if it's old emotion. And you weren't even. That's it's fair. funny. That's you still, you still is, weren't as salty as JV in our sixth episode. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I, I love these videos and that story. I want you to know, to me, when you told it, yeah, well, um, my grandfather left me some money and I use it to actually further my career because, like, I couldn't afford, yeah. and it's hard. And you know, that is that story to me. That is what that is. It's that you know, great that. story. I, I that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so yeah. I know we took a stupid, like, moronic turn to get right. to the actual uh, yeah. point of the story. But then again, ba 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 ba, deadbeat radio. I think the um, frustrating thing about me, just you know, as a person, yeah, is that I've gotten a lot of. I mean, I'm going to admit it. I've gotten a lot of advantages in my life. I've yeah. gotten a lot of great opportunities and things. Like, you know, I have a house that's fully paid for. I have, you know, food on my table. You know, I can feed myself. I can take care of myself. I have a little money, just a little bit if I want to do things for myself. Right. You know, and it's also helped with the podcast because that's how I stay up to date and right. play games. You know, exactly. it's pretty much become my job now. But, um, you know, sometimes I get a little weird about that because I feel like, wow, okay. MMA dude, trust fund kid. This guy sounds like a real douche. You know what I mean? Like, here's what I it's hear. It's a stereotype no, deal. Here's you know what, what I'm I saying? hear. MMA dude, and I'm also a video game dude. Like, yeah. you know. Here's what I hear. I hear MMA dude, trust fund kid, comedian, podcast host equals interesting person. Fair enough. Fair that's enough. what I hear. And so to me, like I said, that's why it's interesting because it's it's not what people think. It's something different. And again, I, I, I hear trust fund on TV. I don't know right. what it is. And I think a lot of people are that way. And here's what I really want to say. You say, well, yeah, I'm blessed. But here we go. We're all blessed in some way. Right. Some of us more than others. I I don't get um, you know the benefits most do. Some do in other ways, but I get the benefit of having a loving spouse to help me and support me. I get the benefit of my wonderful kids and having a full time job that I can you know live. And so I get benefits. But here's what you really are. It's not that you're blessed. You're open enough to see your blessings and be thankful of your blessings. And that is what we miss from so many people. I appreciate that, man. And I, I think that's so many people don't appreciate their blessings and they don't look at them and go, yes, yeah, exactly. I am blessed. I'm just not seeing it. And <laughs> didn't, you mean do. To, didn't mean to dump my insecurities at you. No, it's, it's, not, not. it's not insecurities. It's humanity. And we all share that. And that's why I'm that here totally doing fair, this. Yeah. Is So for anybody listening who can go, I never thought of that. That's neat. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a neat person. And that's what we want to do here. Well, then this is... <laughs> this is going to be a great show, then. Yeah, well, I've got, I've got a, a my, my, my equalizer, my, my again inside the actor studio moment, the five to drive, five questions right, cool. to drive this interview home, and we'll do that in a second. But let's give you a second. What do you got coming up, man? What, uh, what plugs you got? What are you doing? I know you got the podcast, so tell us all about that. Any shows you are doing? This is your moment. Before we get into this, what, where can I find the Jay Kendrick? Well, right now I've kind of you know if you're local and you know you listen or anything like that I you know kind of taking a break from stand up right now. Um, really been enjoying podcasting. Like ever since we started JB's DLC, by the way, which you can hear on Stage Diver Radio, Google Play, iTunes, yep. all that jazz. Everywhere podcasts. Everywhere found. podcasts are available. That is Terry Snow, who's the producer on our show, <laughs> and. Uh, a lot of times is our extra guest on the show. Now I have to play video games. It's official after today. Nice. I have to at least try to the episode, play a couple. I was you have talking to start with something specific or just uh, jump right in with anything. I think I might get back into Uncharted. 
Yeah, Again, I love it. Jay I love brought it, it up today. I, yeah, I yeah. brought it up today because I'm actually going to be talking about the uh, the the next three Uncharted games. I love it. It's a great week. series. Even the spinoff was great. Oh, that's yeah, no, it was fantastic. Yeah, I I it. It's like I've said, I feel like it's modern-day Indiana yeah. Jones. Oh, that's exactly what it is. You know, it's, it's great. And, it's wonderful. And I'm so glad we talked about that because, Terry, when we get to the, the five to drive, then yes. you may get to play along on this one for sure because that, that thought right there, Uncharted, one of my favorite video games, will definitely come up on this. So okay, cool. I should, um, that, that, that makes sense. Me and Jay kind of talked about this earlier. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, again, we can find you here on Stage Diver. We can find you. Will you be at CreepyCon with us? I hope you guys oh, are doing oh, something. Oh, of course I You yes, mentioned you were yes. playing. Oh, we talked about it. We're uh, we should do virtual reality. That's yes. we should yeah. Set up we should the virtual do that. Reality. I mean, I'm definitely bringing my PS4. Okay. And, uh I don't know if they're going to have like a strong enough connection for me to play games like Friday or Dead by Daylight right. at least online. But my library in my PS4 has a ton well, of horror games. Like I said, like a bunch do, of horror, like single player horror VR, games. VR, Resident Evil, VR oh, until Jesus dawn. Christ. Russia Oh, yeah. oh, it's genius. Yeah. The Impatient. There's a ton of oh, VR the horror games. Yeah. So and we'll do you, some. You will have online capabilities at CreepyCon for oh, sure. We definitely got to do yeah. some Friday. And I yeah. should have by then my copy of Rick and Morty VR. That sounds interesting. Yes, it does. So anyway, dude, that'll make dude that'll pop our booth off. You got some Rick and Morty VR. Oh yeah, no, no, the Rick. It's been a, it's been out for the Oculus and the HTC, but it's it's a port coming to PS4, and I've got my copy pre-ordered. There you go. So yeah, yeah. Which just a second, I want to I want to go ahead and share this with you real quick and get your opinions. Sure. They came out with the Rick and Morty VR. It's thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, maybe it's less than that, but anyway. Um, then there's a collector's edition. It comes with one Funko vinyl pop. Okay. And one double-sided poster. It is $20 more than the standard edition. Now, you're telling me you're charging me $20 for one $11 toy and one free poster. I'm not a mathematician, but I think I'm taking it right up the plumbus. <laughs> I bought it anyway. <laughs> well, of course you would. I, not like, like what I said, Matt. We'll I bought it anyway. you take it. Yeah. Um, the poster, one side of it is a Last of Us parody with Rick and Morty instead of Joel and Ellie. Really? That was worth it. I bought it literally for that. <laughs> wow, <Perfect>. okay. Okay. <laughs> so we'll we'll see about that. We'll see if for uh, CreepyCon we can't set up some Rick and Morty VR. That would be so cool. That would be cool. I can make that but happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Biggie and I are definitely going to be there. And, Great. Uh, we're going to be, Great. We're gonna be uh, horror gaming, and uh, it's going to be fun. So. Uh, well, I'm in on that. So here we go. I take <clears throat> five questions. Okay. Only one is sort of edited for each particular guest. But these are five questions, again, that we can all take a moment to answer and laugh at ourselves and find out, again, that our answers are more succinct, that we are more ghetto and trailer and equal and brothers. Okay. And I make them for each one. And here's what I want from you. We start the five to drive with a top five. Okay. And um, these are the only ones I usually write for myself. So I have to think of myself, can I think of five answers? This is a dumb question. But I got a good one for you. Okay. Here's what I want. Yeah. Now, I have to preface this. All of these ideas, hypothetically, are successful. Okay. There is no bombs in the group. So don't rule out anything for a bomb. But I want your top five video games that should be movies. Ooh. Okay. There's no there's no rampage with the rock out of this. They okay. all turn out perfectly. Okay. They're all exactly the way you want them. Top five video. And again, this is why I said it would tie to what we were talking about because that's on my list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Top five video game movies you would love to see. No order. Go. Just any five. No order. Yep. 
I'll say character killers from Dead by Daylight. Like I would like movies about. It would them. be a horror movie, obviously. Well, of course, okay. yeah. Yep. But their origin stories are really interesting. Cool. Um, yeah, Dead by Daylight definitely. Um, I would definitely have to say uh, The Last of Us because yeah. I oh, know. Yeah. Well, and I know that. that Actually, me and Stacy talked about it on episode two. Uh, she was our guest, and uh, we didn't like it. But I know that it would be, it would make a great like, oh, yeah. movie. It's, it would be it's an incredible, an amazing movie. story yeah. driven in. Oh yeah, great choice. Okay. Yeah, it, it would make an incredible movie. Um, yeah. Let's see. Well, it's tough. Uh, to be honest, I'm kind of uncharted. Okay, yeah, say. that's on my list. I think oh, Uncharted yeah. would be that's good. on my list. So, I, I, I feel like I feel like Nathan list. Drake is different enough from Indiana Jones, where it's not like <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones oh, yeah. ripoff. You know, no, it's a it is an homage in the way that Star Wars was an homage right. to old forty serials that he watched. So no, no, it would be a celebration. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. And uh, let's see, I got two more. Yep. Uh, okay, so when I say this, like it's gonna be weird. But Weirder like, than my Flocko Humanis reference? Not, not necessarily weird, but why would you want that after the last one? Okay. Uh, I, want a, I want a new Street Fighter movie. Okay. No, it's good. And I want it to be 5% dialogue. Hell yeah. And the rest of it is just fighting. Nice. So you want it. that Bruce Lee movie? Well, that's what Street Fighter is. That's why Street Fighter movie didn't work. Because you got to understand, oh, the whole point of the mo- like the game is Mortal Kombat fighting. was good, but that was bad. Like, that's the whole point of it. Like Basically, Street Fighter, like the live action movie, mm-hmm. should basically be like a real life anime. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Where it's it's like bad. I will combat you. Let oh, us yeah. fight. And then it's like 45 minutes of badass fighting. Like That's, so, that's what it should be. Like, here's what I propose for you. So again, all of these are successes. I know, but here all these are successes. Your Street Fighter movie is Quentin Tarantino, Kill Bill esque. Yeah, done very old school, grainy footage, even subtitled, done all in yes, Japanese. I agree. That's what I want for you. I want. I want that. That's what so I want. So there you go. So what's 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 fifth? Okay. Five? So well, for me, I say it fifth, but for me, it's the top that I think about. Okay. Like it's it's the one I'm thinking about, and I talked about it uh, with uh, episode five of JBS DLC mm-hmm. with Twitch streamer Profit on Fire, aka Christopher Charles Strickland. Got to mm-hmm. pump that episode. It was yeah. a great episode. Yes. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yes. That I don't know why that isn't even talks. Yes. That story's incredible. Yeah. No, that's great. The Aloy character I think is perfect for this time period that yeah. we're in right now, like. She's a tough, no, strong good. person. You know, like, it. I don't know. It's just, it's beautiful. And I can see, like, if they really put a budget on it, if they really tried, yeah. like, not just, oh, let's get the game right. Again, a Spielberg extravaganza. Oh, I want a real director. And that's the way like, they all are in, in my head. That's the way they that's all what I'm saying. Are. So yeah. that's the whole That point movie would be fucking incredible. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. also think it would really, like, I think a lot of people would like that movie. Dude, the way that, I think a lot of people that didn't even know about the game would like that movie. Yes, yes. Yeah. In the same way that so many people are like, oh, this is based on a book, this is based on this. Yeah. You know, there's like, same wow. Thing. Yeah. So, because um, that story for a video yeah. game, holy Dude, shit. Dude, the opening cutscenes, again, not supposed to but the opening cutscenes instantly had me asking questions and like, what? Who? Huh? What? I was I was intrigued right away. So. Oh no! In episode five, I, I almost cried tears of joy talking about it. Like I, I, I even said on the show, I was like, "This is literally the first video game in a long time that I have zero complaints oh, about." Yeah, that's that good. I literally, I, I, I'm even nitpicking and trying to find it. You mm-hmm. know, like. 
So, so again, I knew yeah. Uncharted because Uncharted was there for oh, me. That's yeah. a great list. You, they're awesome. Uncharted and Last of Us were also on there. Both yeah. of those were on my list. Yeah. Um, both great. Uh, oddly enough, both Naughty Dog, but uh, yeah, uh, strange yeah. enough. Yeah. So uh, both, but both. They're fantastic. a good company, man. Um, oddly enough, we talked about Far Cry, but I would do a Far Cry. I would love, to, really? and not that they, shitty. They did. I know. Ubo, uh, Ubo. Uh, uh, right, right. Yeah, it's terrible. But I would do again a a a real leg- legitimate Far Cry based on probably three, maybe again trapped on the island with Voss um, have you ever seen the guy who played Voss by the way I have not okay so to backtrack for it real quick he the villain in the video game is based on an actor who looks he, that is him That's it's, it's, he went in they pulled a Daryl he went in they auditioned and were pulled like no but we're gonna write you in gotcha. and that guy is he, he did a uh, like a 30 minute not a funnier die but like a promotional thing that's online and you can see him playing Voss in live action it is Fucking freaky as shit. Um, he's in Spider-Man: Homecoming, uh, actually. Nice. Uh, yeah, he gets knocked off the boat at the end uh, oh, yeah. by the vulture. Sounds cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would do. <laughs> I would do again. Last of Us. I would do Uncharted. I would do Far Cry. I think it'd be great. Um, I would actually be okay with like a uh, you know Borderlands. I think it'd be great. The world is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be fun. Um, you know, have some kind of adventure. Um, but you know, here, here's the one I really picked for number four for me was Grand Theft Auto. I think that nice. would be the one. I'd like to see an action crime Tarantino thing. I'd like it to be best on Trevor from Five. That'd be fantastic. But even if you took the whole cutscenes from Five with the three characters interacting, right. I think it'd be a great movie. You got a ghetto black kid who gets fucked up with a rich Italian like mafia dude who's got a crazy ex partner from a heist that they show in flashbacks right, I yeah. think that'd be great um, I think that would be amazing I don't know the, the, the story mode of GTA 5 was yeah, great yeah. so like, I would do that and then finally this is the one that I know people are going to make fun of me for but I said Dead by Daylight go for it I want a Pixar Crash Bandicoot half of them already have movies I want a Pixar Crash Bandicoot okay I, I want okay. I want a Pixar Crash Bandicoot that would be interesting. Yeah. That would be very yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm behind that yeah. for sure. Oh, no, I'd, I'd go see it. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. sounds so, good. So that was my five. But again, Uncharted was the one that I knew would be on there. It's such a movie already. Oh, yeah. And here, here's what I would do. All right. Just go out there. Chris Pratt as Nathan Drake. Okay. I could see that for sure. He's the right age. He's the right sass. He's perfect. Um, and I would do... Harrison Ford is Sully. I was thinking Sully, The yeah. tribute to Indiana Jones. He's oh, yeah. perfect. He's got the grizzled. That's, That's what I would do. Oh, yeah. He would play the perfect, yeah. like, you know, seasoned veteran. They're working on it, I know, because Tom Holland's so Spider-Man good. got cast as young Nathan Drake. That'd so. be so yeah, good. Yeah, that's been rumored for yeah, years. I know. So. I know. Okay. <clears throat> so here's question two. Okay. You two are a wrestling fan. You'll appreciate the reference. Cool. This is, again, I love the stables. I love, again, that's why I love being a deadbeat. Yeah. I grew up in the the time of, you know, again, DOA, the Nation of Domination, Four Horsemen. You know, uh, uh, I love that. The the Road Warriors, uh, the Legion of Doom. I love the stable aspect. So this is your dinner with the Four Horsemen. Okay. You get to sit down with three living celebrities and for one night be your own four horsemen what three living celebrities do you dine with oh excellent all right um now i'll be honest so number one 
Brock Lesnar. I knew that God was coming. Right. Not close. I knew that was coming. For That's my, a, I mean, for my four horsemen, yeah. you got to have an enforcer. Yeah, I get it. I get it. No. Nope, and uh, what bigger enforcer than literally the scariest man that lives? I get it. I, mean, I hate when people are like, oh, Brock's not that tough. I'm like, oh, really? Uh, let's look at the facts, okay? Like, collegiate All-American. Mm-hmm. Like, so he was already a natural wrestler. The WWE sure scrubbed him, but he became like the youngest WWE champ. Like they saw something in him, and he put on great matches. Like he was good in his younger years. Still is now. He just crushes people. Ric Flair put him over. I yeah, do. hell yeah, he did. Because well, I think Ric Flair was smart enough to go. Yeah. This guy's the future. Yeah. Like, and he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hate him, but I give him props. I get it. He's awesome. I'm just, I just saying, hate him. like the man. Okay. The man left pro wrestling, went to football. Sure, that didn't work out, but then he fucking won the UFC heavyweight title. Like, I knew that was going to be on your list. I dude, knew it. of course. I knew it. But yeah, you got to respect him. Oh, God. so far, just for the record, everybody <laughs> has because uh, I answered the first one. I answered yeah. my. I put my. I answered all of these questions on yeah. the first episode. JC did his. Wayland did his. Yeah. You. So far, everybody's had a wrestler on their four. Of course. Oh, Brock Lesnar's not a wrestler. He's a god. Okay. <laughs> that is fair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Brock Lesnar is scary. <sighs> But anyway, so yeah, Brock Lesnar for sure. He's, okay. he's got to be, um, yep. got to be the top guy. Oh, any three. By the way, thanks for that cutout. Thanks yeah. for the Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I got uh, again. I work for a video game store, and so anytime anything Brock Lesnar comes in for promotionals, we had a giant one. Do you still have the talking one that did like? You, did, you never got that to me yet. Oh shit! Yeah, you forgot about that. Okay. Anyway, well, this so giant excited. Brock Lesnar cutout that's in Jay uh, Jay's house somewhere. I get that. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's in our bedroom. Nice. <laughs> okay. It watches me and the lady while we sleep. Yeah. It protects us. Any <laughs> three sense. living okay, celebrities. So, number one is Brock Lesnar. Yes. Who else is invited to dinner? Who else sits and has some barbecue with you and the suplex machine? Okay, well, this one's only, I mean, only really, like, anyone that follows, like, modern battle rap will get it's this. It's okay. It's okay. That's uh, nobody. But nobody's listening. It's a podcast. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, I'll always say this. When I say this name, look him up. He's very talented. Okay. Uh, Loaded Lux. I would sit down with Loaded Lux. Um, that name rings a bell. I don't yeah, know Yeah, people why. know who Loaded Lux People know who Lux is. Well, hell, he's went viral like yeah. so many fucking times. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't I couldn't tell you what he does, but I know I've heard that he name. He is an incredible rapper. Okay. Like, absurd. Yeah, okay. Like, uh, and those of you like rap, maybe you enjoy like hip-hop lyricism. When I say rap, I'm not talking about this new shit. I'm talking right, about- Right, not the mumble rap. I'm talking about hip-hop. I actually kind of like mumble rap. Some of it. I guess me just being like but such I, a hardcore rap guy, like I listen to it, I'm like, what is this bullshit? But I appreciate like, it for the shit, you know. Like, yeah, again, I like B movies. I like hair metal. Makes sense. I hear it, and I go, look, this is retarded. But Makes I'm sense. In. Makes sense. So, uh, okay, Loaded Lux. I'll have to look that up. I know the name, but I, I couldn't. Well, he's it, so. he's uh, he's definitely been like memed and okay. viral and right. stuff like that. Most people and, have uh, a musician on their list. That's great. Well, it's, basically, the best yeah. way to put him is he's a battle rapper that he, it's like if a battle rapper and a preacher were like a person. Okay. He's very lyrical, like incredibly lyrical, and uh, he's he's just he's good yeah, at what he does. I'll look him up. And so yeah, say uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, Loaded Lux. <sighs> you always got to meet your crushes. Okay. You always got to meet your crushes. Okay. Be I'll be there. One. That's fine. I'll be there. I mean, that's good. I'll you be you there. always got to meet your crushes. And, you just let uh, me know and I'll, I'll come. You, fuck off. <laughs> and uh, you don't have curves like this. No. And. You know, in my younger years, as any young adult, I've watched a lot of pornography. I've heard <laughs> now, that can be found on the interweb, right? Growing I've up, heard yes, of that. yes, okay. still a thing for I, a while. I've heard of that, but yeah, and uh, I would say uh, porn star Eve Lawrence. 
I would like to meet. Okay, I know the name. I couldn't place a face or a butt or a <laughs> hip or whatever. She literally just—it's one of those things where she literally just fits like my okay. my dream girl, okay. if you will. I have you know. my own favorites. I get it. Everybody has their dream, one. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like their crush. Like this mine. She short red hair. You know, like I'm in. You know, like uh, curvy lady. I'm listening. You know, just you know, spunky likes to have fun. You know, don't mean that in the other way. No, nope. yeah. Probably actually both work. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. We have double entendre there. Yeah. Yeah. That's but our, yeah, that's our first crush and porn star. That yeah, is true. Most people have had a wrestler, a musician, and then somebody else that's, random. Yeah. Well, um, I have. No, no. Uh, I think my. Joke I mean, if was, you look at it, I pretty much created my own like super league because okay. yeah. I was like, here's like my Incredible Hulk. Loaded Lux is my Magneto, yeah. and then over here we have the most beautiful thing that ever existed. Yeah. Like, and you. And, and me, you. and, and me, yeah, nice. just me dancing the puppets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Brock, so. Brock Lesnar, kill that, you know. Like. We need to keep up with that because so far everybody's put a wrestler and a musician. Mm-hmm. So so far, two, uh, you know, two Still out of the there, three yeah. have been the. My my wrestler was Stone Cold, obviously, of course, and my musician was Tom Waits. Of so course, we've, oh, we've hit two. Out of <laughs> Never would have guessed. Yeah, and then my third was Alex Jones. <laughs> so that's my three. Um, all right, again, we've talked about that. I have terrible taste. So. We started the second half every, doing that. I know. It mitched to me off. Every, every, almost everything I like can be classified as a guilty pleasure. But what, what's your guilty pleasure? What's the thing you love that you know you don't want people to know you love? What's your guilty pleasure? Fuck. All right. Well, this is something I, I don't do much anymore. Okay. But it was something I did a lot. And uh, some close friends of my life have got to see... I don't think masturbate is a guilty pleasure. No, no, no. Shut up. The super nerdy thing. Like, it's bad. Okay. Um, (laughs) I like nerdy shit. Fuck it. So, real talk, I used to be what is known as a wrestling e-fetter. That is super obscure. Yeah, I got Super obscure. Got nothing. So, um, this was really popular basically around the the hot years of wrestling. Like... Like the Monday Night Wars, you know, WCW, yeah, WWF, yeah. stuff I was like there. that. Um, and it's lasted pretty much for a while. There's not as many E-Feds in, like, these days anymore. But basically what it was is you signed up in a, like, a, an online wrestling thing, like a wrestling company. You created a character. Uh-huh. You created his attributes, stuff like that, you know, yeah. all his personality. And the way you win matches is it's a writing exercise. You write a promo. Okay. And the best promo would be judged and would win the match. And it, basically, it was like a writing exercise. Cool. And it, you got to write, like you got I to would love that. Right? Yeah. And does it, that still exist? It does. It's rare, but they're out there. <sighs> if you type in eFed, you you might find a few. But e Federation, Electronic Federation. Yeah, Electronic okay, Federation. Got it, got yeah, it. yeah. And it, and it was. Oh. oh, dude, I got so into it. Like, oh. I was, dude, I was a three-time champ in my league. Like, I was, <laughs> like, I was essentially like. If Raven was a super successful heel, okay, like okay. come on, because I also so I, you're I listened rock- to Slipknot, you know. So I was like, my character is obliteration. Like that was my wrestler name, obliteration and stuff. Yeah, I, I've done a few of these like wrestle stocks where you get so much like fake money and you you buy a wrestler and like their stock goes up and down, right? Like, yeah, these yeah. games, I love that shit. So I would love that. But yeah, it's like awesome, like, like you know, and great and, guilty pleasure. And they would they would book you. I've like, got a new one now. Well, Damn it. they would book you for matches. Like they, they would send you messages, be like, okay. 
okay, you need to write for this match that you're so having There's with. no money in this, though, right? Oh, no, it's just for fun. Okay, gotcha. It's literally just for fun, and, like, a lot of great writers, like, a lot of the promos in my, like, league. You can get people found, though. I mean, you yeah. can get discovered. Well, there's, like, 40 or 50 other online, like, wrestling fans, yeah. like, just doing promos and stuff, and some of them are so good. Well, because like, they're writers. Like, everybody, like, you know, it's for writers. Right, it's for people right. that like writing. It's for people enjoy But that. people like, do that. People, wrestlers have authors who help them get, hey, here's your character. Here's what you're going to do. Yeah. And so you think about this. YouTubers get seen and end up on fucking Disney Channel. Somebody could be seen in this shit and get, end up writing for WWE at some point. That yeah. could happen. That yeah. is that is awesome. Great guilty pleasure. Good. That's my favorite answer so far. Uh, admittedly, your guess number three. But that is my favorite <laughs> answer so I mean, far. I'll, I'll be honest, dude. Uh, like it's something I don't really talk about a whole lot. Because I mean, if you if you just heard about it, you'd be like, what the fuck? Waylon like, Waylon yeah. said Legos. I was like Legos. I don't. I had this How's Lego argument. I don't like Legos at all. But anyway. No, his happy place was Legos. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah. let's let's take it let's take it down a notch. Let's be serious again. Sure. I love that answer. That is great. But I want to know when someday your mortal trust fund has run out yeah. and you're not here anymore. Yeah. What do you want on your tombstone? What do you want this world to be left with? One statement, one shot. You, mom spaghetti. The world works. <laughs> what do you want on your tombstone? You do you, I do me. It's great. Like, literally. That's kind of something that I'm trying to stick with in my life. But, you know, it's... I get so frustrated when I go on Facebook and stuff like that and see all the stuff that's going on today. It's frustrating because I feel like we're better than that. Yeah. I feel like we're all better than that. To me, I feel like... Not to get political. No. But I feel like, as a whole, our country is essentially a middle school football team that doesn't get along. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're all on the same team. It's like, hey, we got the championships coming up. Yeah, but they don't like this, and they don't like that, and, you know, they're... We up. could be powerful if we put our stupid shit aside That's and exactly realize that what we're I'm all saying. on the same team. Like, we could be a Super Bowl winning yeah. team, but yeah. instead you guys want to lose in the wild card. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel about it. And I get frustrated with them. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. I want to enjoy my life. I want to do the things I want to do. Leave me alone with your stuff. Like, please. I'm glad that you have those you opinions. You do you. And I do I me. Do that's it. And that brings me to the last five to drive question, which lightens it up a little bit. <laughs> no, that's why we do it on purpose. I've, gotcha. I've staggered. Like a good set list or like a you good have. album you've, track You've list. really up and down. I've this. done this perfectly. Yeah. 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 And finally, we leave it with... What's your happy place? Where do you want to be? And again, don't give me the bullshit answers like, on a river? Uh, like, what's your legitimate happy place? Where do you go when the Facebook takes too much, when the thinking about your tombstone is overwhelming? What's your happy place? I don't know if this is going to be interesting or if this is going to incriminate me. Could go either way. But yeah, um, <laughs> this, is so, <laughs> this is so fucked up. This is really fucked, actually. Uh Every time I get really frustrated, I think about the Jigsaw music in Saw 1. Okay. <laughs> and okay. the fucking brutal ending of Adam getting locked in the uh, the bathroom okay. at the very end. I don't know why that does that for me, but it does for some reason. I don't I don't know. God, a, it sounds fucked. But anyway, I'm a weird association guy. I have a lot of odd things that I associate with other things and just just weird ties somehow like like I so I get that. I totally get why a horror movie theme music love horror would movies. be a happy place. Right. I get that. No, I get that 100%. Well, as a uh, fan of 
uh, horror games, it only makes sense that like yeah. one of your favorite horror movies is a place you go back to. Exactly. Well, yeah. well, and for me, horror. I think the reason why I'm such a big horror fan is I've always looked at it as entertainment, oh, yeah, me and too. also like I enjoy the concept of elimination. That's why I love horror movies. Hunger Games? Yeah, stuff like that. Okay. Like, well, I mean, not... I'd like Battle Royale way better. But fair. fair. No, it's Much fair. better film. Yeah. But um, I've always enjoyed that, like, you know, who's going to be left? It's or the like, MMA. It's the same thing yeah. that drives you. It's that, that, yeah. that who wins. I get it. Yeah, I, yeah, like I, I don't know. I'm just... I've always been that way. And, That's uh, awesome. And also, like, I think Jason Voorhees is basically Brock Lesnar in disguise. So. Okay. See, I'm a Michael Myers guy. Although That's... Kane Hodder is the man. Yeah. He's bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a Michael Myers guy. I could never get down with a Jason. I hate never no, get down no, with real, Freddy. No, real quick. Like, okay. This is my personal Don't question. Don't do it. Why, why Michael? That's all. Why Michael? Um, a part of it's aesthetics. I like the mask and jumpsuit better than the mask and jumpsuit. Part of it's aesthetics. Um, <laughs> oh, look at him getting salty. Um, no, no, I mean like I like my mask and jumpsuit better okay, than that mask, mask and jumpsuit. Yes, fair, yes, yeah. yes, my bad. That's fair. So part of it's aesthetics. Yeah. Um, part of it is um, Jason got a little... Um, I think almost overexposed and became more of a joke where Michael Myers in in, in the original way because there's only a few of the originals and now the, the Rob Zombies but to me Michael Myers was always more of a question like mystery Jason you kind of was like eh, mm, eh. Um, but with Michael Myers I always thought how does he keep doing that right, he's right. alive but he's not alive. that's a dog well, only dead man takes that shot and Jason was like yeah I'm dead I'm weird uh. and Michael Myers always was a mystery I don't know man and I liked I liked the movies better I just liked yeah. um, the John Carpenter I'm a huge Carpenter fan anyway. I guess I really um, just enjoyed like Jason's the whole aura of Jason. Yeah. Especially after Kane Hodder started playing him. Yeah. Where he really added that level of like the the aura, you know, yeah. pre- like where he stands there and he's his shoulders are going up and down and like it's so in- he's oh, very intense. Yeah, and like, it makes a difference if you look at again. I'm I'm the Michael Myers guy. Each person playing technically named the shape for the record. For those of you who don't know, I bet you know. Like, you seem like this. That's his yeah. name. The shape, the shape is Michael Myers. I've had this is a bar bet, and I give this to people. Michael Myers. I say it so people know, but he's actually only the child at the beginning of the movie. The killer is named the, the shape. shape. That's yep. correct. That is 100%. That, no, that is real yeah. stuff. And that yeah. comes from a Dead by Daylight tryhard. That's know. on the credits yeah. to the original John Carpenter. I mean, like, well, uh, and actually, in, in, Nick Castle is credited as the shape. Michael Myers is the child. Well, and, and in Dead by Daylight, they actually don't That's use cool. the names. That's cool. Like, uh, for example, Leatherface, he's known as the cannibal. Uh, Amanda, Young, Amanda Young and Jigsaw is known as the pig. Got it. And That's then uh, Freddy Krueger is known as, obviously, the nightmare. I don't like Freddy Krueger. I never got I don't in. either, no, and I actually of... went off on it after yeah, air. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like why? It. Uh, number one, he's a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, we're like done it. talking. No, uh, we're done here. I'm a, I'm we're a, done. I'm a, I'm a Leatherface guy. Those punchlines, love... though. <laughs> That's what annoys me. That's what I don't like. That makes it even that's, worse, and that's almost like a theory. That's like the, the same reason I don't like him or Chucky. The whole Chucky. comedians are fucked up thing. Yeah, like yeah. We could do the Bill Cosby thing, the Lucy K thing. Like Maybe that's what Freddie is is yeah. a commentary on. No, I, no, I don't like Freddie. I like, I I don't like Michael Myers. Again, I like Leatherface. Those Leatherface is good, too. Yeah. Um, well, I think uh, with Leatherface, it's, it's more... Pinhead... With Leatherface, it's more of that like visceral because I mean he doesn't say any like he squeals oh, like a yeah. pit, like you know again. But for me, a lot of it's aesthetics. Yeah. I like the Leatherface look. Yeah. I, I always thought it was cool. I like the uh, Toby Hooper original and the remake, both great. My uh, um, my, my guilty pleasure uh, horror movie villain is the Leprechaun. Oh. I, I'm sorry. I, Warwick Davis did the best he could with that. He tried so hard to make that a thing. Again, like, he tried. The only one I've ever seen. They were terrible, but he tried. Only one I've ever seen is the one with Hornswoggle. 
Uh, okay, look, I'll be honest. That's the only the one leprechaun, I'll be honest. The Leprechaun movies are fucking terrible. Good, but they're way better than that one. Okay, they're, that's the only one. They're I've at seen. least better than the Hornswoggle. Uh, Jesus, my Christ. wife loves them, and it was, she was like, "There's a new Leprechaun. We got to get it." And I was like, oh, "Okay, no, that was bad." And, um, but I, I love B movies. I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space yeah. and the stuff and all that bad shit. I love that Sorority Babes, the Slimeball Ballerama. Yeah, um, that one is fantastic. I mean, when, when Friday Thirteenth the game came out, it literally achieved one of my like goals like I wanted to be Jason I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it I've actually loved all your recommendations and mainly well I'll say this real quick about Friday yeah um, they are actually coming out with single player challenges yeah which basically you'll get to play it like as Jason single player and think Hitman the Hitman got games got it yep. basically it's Hitman but it's Jason like oh, you have, you have targets it. I mean Jason's got to yeah. be sneaky love you know? it yeah love it Say, it's just like the movies I'm in like they, they uh, and you can look it up on YouTube yeah There's, it's a uh, like a tutorial level that they released it was like their demo and it's little like two teens their car broke down one goes take a piss the other one's you know fixing the engine and Jason like you know you can sneak up behind the guy taking a piss and then execute a kill and give him the Kevin Bacon tracheotomy and and there's different times where you can kill him so it's like you get different kills well that's why I I like the Far Cry series we talked about earlier I love the sneaking around and and taking outposts by secret I love that shit well and and with with horror that makes sense because that's usually how same skill same thing it's the same thing I'm gonna have to try it I'm gonna try it yeah uh, single players I I think coming out in April actually so again all your recommendations have been awesome I'm gonna have to put some good actually your time here has been awesome thanks dude honestly we've been here almost two hours I feel it's full by actually it's gonna be like almost three by the time he corrects me but I just feel like it's flown by you have been everything I want Deadbeat Radio to be thanks man you have been entertaining enlightening enjoyable and you have been a friend to the radio and I appreciate oh, yeah, it man. and I will have you back anytime I so would love thank to you and thank you thank you hey we are by the way out there if you're listening if you would like to see Lance on maybe a different platform than Deadbeat Radio on May 12th, we've already booked that Lance Adams will be a guest on J&B's DLC. So we're going to record on May 12th. You'll probably get it around May 14th. That's generally our schedule. I get to do my double shift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it'll be your turn. Yeah, and, I'm uh, going to pick some fun, obscure games, something really weird to play. But but yeah, Lance will be a guest, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. I love talking to Bingy. Um, thank you to talking to us. Thank you, Terry, for being here. No problem. Um, You've been, uh, again, a pleasure to be here as always. And, and again, as I, I try to end every show, thank you for listening. If there's three people out there listening, thank you. Because as I always say, uh, as a comic, you have to learn that uh, a, a crowd without a comic is still a crowd. A comic without a crowd is a narcissistic asshole with a microphone. <laughs> and that is very terrifying to think about. It's true, though. Scary. And so without anybody listening, that's what we be. So that's how we be. So thank you, Deadbeat Radio. Uh, Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Jay. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Ow.